The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. It's Jim Norton. Today we have Matt Sarah, of course, my partner. Dana White is calling in. And we also have Amy Schumer. Oh, thank you. Can't wait to be on the show. I can't wait to have you come in. He may finish it here. Oh, he's, he's out. out. He's out. He's all over. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Powered by digital media, find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Chris, the producer, charge this shit, please, as I hand you my phone, as I get settled in. Jimmy! Normally, Matt would say something like, hey, Chris, how's that charger doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, where's that charger, Chris? <laughs> I know. I, I literally, again, I just came in. You know what it is? I, didn't, I usually jump on the train. And uh, my buddy, uh, Joe Riley, one of Suffolk County's uh, finest police officers, uh, he drove me out here. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he lives a few blocks away. Big fan of yours, by the way. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, so I love he, when the cops are fans. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking, he's a good dude, man. He's one of my uh, one of my brown belts, and he was fucking strangling people today, so he's looking good. Good, good. Yeah, man. Cops being fans is, the, I had guys uh, come up to me, I think I was in D.C., and they were Homeland Security guys, mm. and they brought me Homeland Security, and I love like FBI guys who will come up, yeah. and I'm not just using this as a cheap, shitty segue into my October 7th gig that's now on sale. October I know, 7th? I know that sounded like, Jim, you're a real tap-dancing prostitute the way you did that. I'm going to be uh, shooting my next stand-up special Two shows, October 7th, the Lincoln Theater in Washington, D.C. Go to jimnorton.com. This will sell out, and I would like to have some fans of this podcast That's in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, I shot my first special there. October what? October 7th. That's great. What'd you think of... uh, We got Dana White calling in shortly. Amy Schumer is coming in, uh, talking about her book, which I'm about... I'd say 60% of the way through, and I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm yet to read it, but I'm going to... It's really good, man. I'm going to read through the cliff notes before she gets (laughs) (laughs) it. So what'd you think of... uh, Let's talk about 202, man. What'd you think? We got to talk about 202. And later on, for the... uh, Do we have an official thing, by the way, for my movie thing? Uh, you know what? I actually didn't get it today, but this week we should have. Oh, it. what's your movie thing? What's your movie thing? I th- well, I mean, we're going to do the the, the Maddie's Maddie S movie minute or Maddie movie minute. What are we doing? What is it it's called? in production. I'm I'm not sure. They're, oh, they're the song for that. The, yeah. They came up with the song I for that. Do you want to hear the song yeah, for that? <laughs> Wait a second. It, this is good. <laughs> no, you, this you, is are you good. goofing on me? No. What is it? Yeah, Matt's movie minute. That could be. Is that going to stick? There you go. Please don't don't. If it is, just keep it exactly. Can like we hear that. that back? Is that way to hear that back, or is, is there no way to hear that back? Exactly. All right, let's Thank let's God. let's work on that production. Hopefully, we'd never hear that again. Come on, it's but, good. Uh, do you I want did, another I version saw, of it? I saw. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, da 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 da. Matt's movie minute. It's 
the same thing, no? <laughs> no, it's it's a, fucking... no, I just wanted a clear version. Now we got two different versions. That's B. <laughs> First one was A. And fucking, they both suck. No, no, that could be. That could be it. <laughs> they weren't I want to see what you guys come up. But if it's like a morning zoo shit, I'll fucking kill myself on air. You know what's funny about that? That there's people that like, like my wife. She can listen to. Oh, it's the morning. They're gonna play a prank call, and he thinks it's the girlfriend. Yes. And I want. I'm like, and she's laughing. Like, oh, I go. I want to. I go. Can I kill myself? Would that scar you? You know, it's you've gotten <laughs> cynical, and I understand that cynicism. Listen to me. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. That's where we're jumping all over the That's place. Okay. We all we had the UFC, which was fucking phenomenal. I want to talk about that. Boring fights, though. Oh my god, oh, amazing, <laughs> great. It, dude, I got to say, it, it literally might be, and I really mean this, the <laughs> best card I've seen overall, like from beginning yeah. to end. There was not one fight that I did. I, I didn't miss the first two uh, FS1 yeah. prelims, but I saw everything uh, from the, the Magni fight on, and I think that that might have been the best like just group of fights I've seen at and, UFC and at all. It lived up to the hype, the uh, the main event. Dude, Holy I can't believe... Can they stick by the way, can they stop fucking booing Daniel Cormier? Can you guys out there... Are they booing that guy still? After, um, after Anthony Johnson <laughs> literally knocked out Grover, uh, oh, Grover Teixeira in the tie. I sneezed and I'm like, what the fuck happened? He was just cheering. I, I'm going to say there's nobody more dangerous in an opening round than... than and I'm going to go on record as saying in the opening... Uh, seconds of the first round, there's not a man as dangerous as that motherfucker. Because <laughs> Glover Teixeira is a tough dude, man. And yeah, the- he's a style of dude. He's so exp- uh, Johnson, Anthony Johnson is so explosive and accurate, and you have to somehow weather that. Like, well, p- perfect example is um, his last fight with. Because uh, guys who are good, these guys are good guys. Glover, um, who's the big Swede? What's his name? Oh, uh, fucking uh, Gustafson. Yes, Gustafson, Gustafson who gave who gave Jones Viking, a very hard time. Viking. Guy's huge. Yeah, man, that guy got taken out fast. I mean, this ain't a coincidence. I mean, DC had the fucking that guy's got a chin of granite. He had the, that. That shows you how great his chin is to fucking survive that onslaught. And then, but you don't want to try two yeah. of those. You don't want to try two times having to deal with Anthony Johnson uh, landing shots in your face. Uh, no, no, that's that, that's a fucking problem. Well, that was something. But I, I'll tell you, and I'm sure we're gonna talk about it more when Dana gets on. That fight with uh, I just I'm thinking of my uh, my five year old coming over to me because I was standing I was up and down screaming that that's the fight that it doesn't keep you in your seat. Which one? The fucking Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor. I was uh, yeah. So my I remember my five year old and yeah I know it's 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 midnight my kids are awake but it's fucking it's summertime so my kid was my kid comes over to me she's pulling on my leg and I'm in the middle of the fight she goes Daddy you always scream during the fights I get nuts yeah. I got nuts I was insane that was an insane what a fun fight. fight. That was it was such a good card, man. It was every fight was fucking yeah. entertaining. Whether the decisions were great, uh, the fact that went to a decision. By the way, I can't believe I thought that fight was going to be let's over about, in the second talk, or third round. Let's talk about that and, and work our way backwards with that. Uh, what did you think of the decision? You know, I was okay with it. Um, I was rooting for Nate. Yeah, but I have such tremendous respect for McGregor now. It's like the fact that he was able to yeah. a go five rounds against an animal like Nate Diaz. The fact that he was able to weather go. He was because he gassed. It seems like after was it the second round. He got really tired, Go and he was able to recover from that later in the fight. I thought his strategy was amazing, kicking Diaz like that. I didn't see that coming. And the fact is, the one problem I see with him is the difference between him and Cerrone is he's getting tired at welterweight. And uh, I'm sorry, at uh, at uh, yeah, one uh, one seventy. That is welterweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking that I was going to say the weight, and I said welterweight. But uh, Cerrone is uh, seems to be doing better, and he wants to go back down. I think one fifty five is better for McGregor. Yeah. Um and ultimately, 145. I think that's what we're looking at that next. But let me just start with, uh, we're going to get to that in a second, what's next for him, you know, what we're thinking anyway, what we should would think about that. But uh, with the fight, 
I thought I thought Diaz won three rounds to two. Be honest with you, it. Uh, I thought it came down to that fifth round, and I thought he won the fifth round. You know, first round Connor. Sure. Now the second round, the first minute he knocks down Nate. Boom. And you're thinking, all right, man, that's automatically, I don't know, a 10-8 round because I don't know about that, man. The next four minutes, at the end of that round, shit, look at him going back to his stool. That was, he's lucky. Was that the round he's lucky he got out of? I third think round, second third, third round. round could have been a 10-8 round for Nate. Yeah. If you're saying the fifth round is obviously a regular 10-9 round for either one of them, whoever you gave it to, and that could be objective. I, I you know, I, I thought I gave it to Nate. I thought that takedown even sealed the deal at the very end. That was beautifully executed. That might, you know what I mean? That was one. And he was pushing the action. Defend- McGregor was moving away. Oh, well, yeah. If you listen, he was stalking him the whole time yeah. after that first round, especially. He was backing him up. If anything, that fourth round kind of. I, I was, I was super impressed. First of all, because I get a lot of shit, and I know I'm all over the place, but first, okay. like, I get a lot of shit about people thinking I'm like, uh, I hate Conor McGregor. I'm a hater and. Because I'm pro Diaz, or I, I said some maybe some things I didn't agree with with way Connors acted with certain whatever what he calls teammates, dude. I'm a fucking fan, dude, and I and I respect the guy. I respect the guy even more after he went into that fight. And first of all, the strategy with the leg kicks I thought was was fucking great. Like that, uh, I like his coach too, Kavanaugh. I think that okay. John Kavanaugh is Sean John Kavanaugh. Yeah, he's fucking. He was good in, in the rounds, and he was uh, so was Gilbert Melendez for for Nate. Uh, these guys have corners that they trust. That's one thing. And I noticed that because when these guys are in the fucking trenches, man, and in between rounds, I try to see what's going on. I want to see, uh, is, are they using this minute to really recover? Are they are they getting back? Or is this fucking next round just doom? And I was thinking about that for Connor because after that third round, holy shit, man. I was like, this this is, I don't see him doing another 10 minutes. I just did he look, it. Connor, like, when, did he look comfortable? He didn't look comfortable to me. In the beginning of the like when when they both walk in, no, yeah. no one has a better fight face than Diaz. Yeah, and and Connor was doing that walk he does. Yeah, he I'm does like that. he's just, <laughs> but he, I'm like he's yeah. just doing that because that's his thing. Yeah, but it shows you how you can't tell by somebody's nah, readiness well, listen, by the way the they walk that, into the ring. The second that bell rang, he was he was on the clock and he was he was all he was. He, he was he was uh, he was focused. He he was executing a nice game plan with the leg kicks because. I was wondering how he's going to approach this. And he didn't get overzealous with the strikes. He was landing really good, accurate strikes, but he wasn't like he would like putting too much on him where he's going to get exhausted. Like he learned a lot from that first fight. And that really, really impressed me, yeah. man. And, it, and and the fact that he, he, that he came back to win that fourth round, he got back in that fourth. I didn't see that coming, man. I'm thinking this, this dude's dead. What did you think? Um, and, and I'm sorry, Jimmy, only because I get such a, sure, sure. it's very easily, it's very easy to get out of a, to get to, to have that fight over. And in other words, it takes him a second of just John was big John was watching the end yeah. of that third round. All it took was just an a, a instant of McGregor just to shy away or just to go with it to take two more shots. The last 40 or so seconds was unanswered was just him taking a beating. Just him up against the cage taking a fucking beating and to come back and win the next round, I can't say enough of. I can't say how much I respect that and uh, give the guy credit for that because that's something you can't teach. It's so easy to get out of the to get the, the fight over. It's so easy just to, all right, man, fuck this for a second. Oh, they stopped it, and you know, hey, man, you tried, and he didn't. He didn't give in. He he hung tight, and he uh, and he weathered that shit, and he came and he came back to win the fourth, and I thought Nate won the fifth. 
and I thought it was three two for for Nate. But, and he um, knocked. He, he popped Nate three times, and Nate almost stayed on the ground. You could see like he wanted Connor to come down. This, yes, go ahead. but Connor's defense uh, against the cage was very impressive. Nate couldn't put him down. I was very impressed with the fact that Nate was trying to was trying to drag him down. He yeah. just couldn't. Yeah, there was little instances instances there where it looked like he could have. Uh, he, it was like, oh man, he's almost got him. But you know, Connor for good reason treated that fucking mat like hot lava. Yeah, and the difference is. When Nate got whacked and he went down, I did not... Once he was down in his guard, I was instantly not really... I wasn't worried. I was more worried about him getting back up too soon, being on wobbly legs, because that's how much I trust in that dude's jujitsu. Yeah. You know what I mean? You saw when he was on his back, he was inviting him in, because he's like, yeah. all right, man. Even even if I'm a little whacked, if I got, if I got, if I got whacked around a little, I'm... I down here just sensitivity alone will take care of itself. After yeah. Fedor Verdum, I don't think anybody will ever fall for that trick again. Oh, oh yeah. no, I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, don't hit me down here. <laughs> nah, man, he was. Uh, no, he was. Dude, what a what a what a great fight. What a great great fight. I mean, a trilogy is just event. You know, is is bound to happen uh, eventually. I'm a cornball. I like when the guys at the end, like, you know, those guys talk so much shit, but I like when he helped them up at the end. Like, that really makes me happy. Yeah. I hate people no. that don't like that shit. Like, it's no, like these guys well, had listen, an experience they shared hey, that man, none of us can understand. We just watched it. You, I had stuff like that with guys I had bad feuds with, like Matt Hughes. I hugged it with that guy afterwards. You know? What's your feelings as soon as the fight's over and mm-hmm. you don't like a guy and you've just fought, regardless of what happens, you hug him. What is your feeling when you're hugging this guy? It's weird, man. It's like you go, it, it's almost like you go through something with somebody where. You're trying. You it's 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 a weird connection where all the guys that I fought, I'm I'm pretty cool with. You know what I mean. And the the bigger the battle is with these guys, the 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 the, the closer the bond. Sometimes <laughs> that's that's and you're both trying to take each other out. You know, you have a respect for each other. That's uh, that's just made out of just what you went through. You know what I mean. And what and especially a fight like Diaz McGregor, where okay Diaz lost it, but it was a decision. Like both of those guys fought really, really well and really respectively, so no one got knocked out or got yeah. you know it was made to look bad. But how long does it take after that, where you guys have bad blood and then you have this fight, you have a connection? Yeah. When does that shitty feeling start to come back? Well, like how long after Diaz and McGregor left the ring are they like, oh fuck that? Oh, that could have been at the press conference. I mean. You know what it is when you go through it right there. It's like, all right, man, good job. We both went after it. We, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it, it is, it is. Listen, at the end of the day, it is, it is martial arts. You know, it is, and that's something that, uh, you know, you should be a good sport no matter what it is. But you know, there's guys that are shitty winners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you think that not that Nate Nate wanted to win, but that's an that, if you're going to take a loss. This loss for Diaz is the best oh. kind of loss you can take. It was a mm-hmm. decision. You fought like Split an decision. animal. Your fucking head was split yeah. open. You look like a just a crazy, crazy yeah, and a it, savage. And, and you're making a lot of money in number three. It's questionable. It is too. questionable. I know, because if he would have got the decision, hey man, he's I'm sure he's probably happy as shit. He looked happy as shit hitting that vape pen on the <laughs> You see it? No. You see him in the post fight thing with the vape pen in his Oh, he's fucking a trip. It's fucking great. Can you picture though a better oh, loss to hysterical. take than that though? That's gotta be the best kind of loss. If you know, like, hey, I lost, I fought my best, and now I get fight number three. Yeah. Do you think they headline the garden or no? Did they look for a championship fight for that? I think oh, I think oh for the I think that's gonna be something different. But I think as far as with them fighting right away, I think that Khan is gonna have to go back and fight uh and defend that belt. You can't keep that division up and No, I know I agree. You can't, keep, you can't hold on to that belt. That's bullshit. Something tells me he's not gonna defend it. He's not gonna want to go back down well, two weight I mean, classes. Do you ever see those weigh-in pitches of him weighing in at 145? Yeah. It don't look too good. And if you're going to, I mean, and I'll tell you right now, 155 is a very interesting weight class for him because 
That's a fucking murderous row. Yeah. What do you think? Is, why is it the Cerrone you think has better energy at 170 and, and McGregor seems a little bit... Uh, is it just their fighting styles? Well, I mean, well Cerrone's all, pretty active. Yeah, but he also... Wait, Cerrone doesn't fight 145. He never no, 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 no. I mean going up to 170. Yeah, though. but he's he went, going up there from 155 and right. the other guy's going up there from 145. So you think it's the two-way class jump yeah, as opposed yeah, to that one? Yeah, that definitely okay. has something to do with it for sure because he's a big... Look at Cerrone. He's a big dude, man. Cerrone walks around. It's not like you're looking at him like a little guy. The right. guy's six foot... What is he? I don't know, Christopher Dusa. He's like, how the fuck do I know? No, that's a good point. He jumped yeah, up Yeah, he's too. a big dude. He only goes up one weight class. He probably doesn't have to cut that much weight, you know, at all. He probably cuts a little, but nothing crazy. See, when Eddie how Alvarez... He? He's six even. Yeah, there you go. When Eddie Alvarez was here, Eddie was saying, we were talking about Connor going up yeah. two weight classes. He's like, ah, that's bullshit. He just cut weight less. He just cut less weight. Maybe because Eddie didn't, you know, give a fuck about Connor, but he well, said he I mean, cut well, less the, weight. The, the fact is he didn't go up two weight classes. And he might be fighting at that weight, but he's fighting a guy that fights at one, 155. So if they do the trilogy at 155, that's Nate's true weight. And that's... Did you shit yourself? No. Did I, you fart? No, I just... <clears throat> Oh, I'm sorry. By the way, I lied. I thought, I thought you leaned forward and lifted up a cheek. No. I'm out of my fucking mind. No, by the way, I did lie, though. When you walked in, I had cut a horrible gas. Holy fuck. I meant to open up the podcast. That Matt, Matt goes, do you shit yourself? I'm like, no. And I had dropped you, a horrible gas. You said it. You saved it for air. You yes, son I of did. a bitch. Yes, I did. I'm glad, <laughs> this one I didn't, though. I'm glad you though. did. Oh, that's Sorry, great. man. What did, hey, Chris, the producer, did you know that he busted ass? And How would he know? I really didn't know. I didn't text no. him. No. You didn't smell it either, huh? No, he doesn't know. And a nose like a fucking greyhound. Can I ask you, Matt? Actually, like with Connor, he weighed in at 168 yes. pounds both times. Is that pretty close to what he's actually walking around at, or do you think he still cut down to 168? Uh, no, no, I'd imagine that's what he walks. That's around pretty much at. it. Right? If he's well, if you're fighting at 145, what is that? I mean, that's that's fucking that's that's 20 pounds. You know what I mean? That that you. So he'd probably if he's walking around at that, he's got to lose 20 pounds to make the 145. There's a big difference there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, you can't be eating like shit. He said that first fight, you know, he was just fueling up and eating everything. Just, I think you still have to eat. Let me tell you something. You, you have to eat clean right up to it. One of the worst mistakes I made is I listened to somebody where I always eat clean. until. I remember like the last few fights, like Matt Hughes, Frank Trigg, I would eat clean. After I weighed in, I'd still eat clean. And I had, I had another guy with me for my last one. And a buddy of mine, you know, but, you know, intelligent guy. But he was like, no, nah, you know. It's been proven that if you eat the white pasta and white thi- and 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 this and that, the breads, it's it, it it expands your this or that. I don't know. It sounds like a bunch of bullshit, but uh, I say, you know what? All right, it sounded good to me. I was starving, and I had and I just fueled up the wrong way afterwards. And I remember going to my last fucking fight versus Chris Lyle, I was feeling like bloated. <laughs> what do you normally? What would you normally? I, I would normally stick with like fucking. I'd have my buddy. Uh, Pete Drago cell play with nutritionist and that guy he makes me my fucking uh I mean even well let me it's been a while now but he would still make granola with with this or that or I'd eat like the um what is it the potatoes the um not the potatoes the um sweet potatoes yeah those like are he'd great. make those and bake them with cinnamon like I'd still be fueling up the right way and I felt like a fucking machine man like when I went in there for like trig at like 35 years old I was still feeling like fucking like a like a monster how long before your fight will you stop eating like you eat in the morning right you have breakfast uh, yeah yeah I'll breakfast and try to Go easier, you know, taper it off a Do little bit. you have bit. coffee that day or not? I don't know. I was eating too much before one of uh Oh, yeah, yeah. But nothing crazy. Not as, not not like this. I don't get my heart rate too crazy. Hello? I'm late. Oh, uh, shit. Hey, what's oh, up? Oh. <laughs> Hi, Dana. What's hey, up? It's a good thing Rory isn't here. I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> Rory's our producer. Dana White looking for a fight oh, on okay. uh, YouTube. Uh, what's it's up, buddy? It's usually Matt who's late. <laughs> it's usually... Uh, I'm usually getting yelled at. Right. You know I, what, boss? I'm on time all the time, but you be as late as you feel is necessary. <laughs> I'm fine with that. How are you, boys? Very good, man. Oh, man. We're, we're what happy. a weekend. 
What a fucking what a what a fight card, buddy. Right? We're, we're Was going that nuts awesome? Over that. Awesome, man. I mean, it's just you know when it's a big one and it hits, you know, everybody, I mean, just people from all over the world just blowing me up this weekend. It was just, it was it was awesome. Such a great event. When a main event like that pays off, like right? I mean, that fight really it just I mean, again, you know, how many fights have I seen? I'm not I'm not sitting down. I'm standing up in my living room like a maniac. I mean, it, it Wow, what did you think of the main event? I mean, what, I, just, I mean, I just thought it was it, it exceeded my expectations. <laughs> it was an absolute war. Yeah. Both guys just you know, and, and I know I'm going to catch a ton of shit because uh, uh, you know it looks like I'm I'm totally jocking Connor, but you know Matt being a fight guy, this this kid fights in the 145 pound division. He weighed 168 going in there, and to be able to adjust from the first fight and fight a much bigger guy and on the flip side you know after that first round diaz did the absolute right thing started rushing him putting tons of pressure on him getting him in the clinch and putting all his weight on him and laying on him trying to tire him out connor defended deep takedowns and and just one, one minute looks like nate's getting knocked out he comes back connor looks like he gassed he gets a second wind and just it just I, I could go on for days about this fight. I was uh, really impressed strategically the uh, the adjustments he made in this fight, Conor McGregor. I really was wondering to myself, like, what is he going to do differently? Is he just going to go to the body? Is he just going to try to stay away? Or, you know, he went right after him in the beginning, and he was really utilizing the leg kicks that came yep. into play. That threw me off, and in a good way. Well, I was like, wow, man, this is a, a different approach here. In my stand-up with Rogan before the fight, I said that. And I, I truly believed he was going to utilize leg kicks, use the leg kicks, and I thought he would go to the body a lot and was going to try to stop him to the body. But, you know, he, he still went to the head a lot more than I thought he was going to because getting in there against the bigger – I mean, and then you look at the fact with the height and reach advantage that, that, that Diaz had and the, and, the, uh, and the weight and the clinch, it just – it's just friggin' amazing. Why man. do you think Diaz didn't seem to have an answer for those leg kicks? Was he not anticipating it, or is that just that just the way to get to him? Well, it's 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 one of the things. I mean, and if you saw in the fight earlier, Connor's guy, you know, fought Nate's guy and and just busted that leg up too. Those guys need to start checking kicks. Avila against uh, what was his name? Uh, yeah, Artem. Uh, yeah, Artem. Uh, what I forget his last yeah. name. Yeah. What's that? Lobov. Lobov. Yeah, he looks like a young Cain Velasquez. <laughs> he came in a phenomenal shape too Artem looked unbelievable He was in crazy shape Yeah that kid was green though Diaz's kid So he's gonna It's good that he got that experience At least three fives And, and, and whatnot. I know it's his first time in there No? Yeah, yeah Yeah that was his first time Yeah so There was a couple of debuts uh, You had uh, Means versus Homasi That was his first UFC fight I think yeah, you know what? It's funny. That kid says to me up at the weigh-ins, he says, I want the fight of the night bonus. I said, well, you got the right dance partner, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and man, what a fight. Tim Means is so goddamn nasty, that kid. And uh, to the kid's credit for his first fight in the UFC, man, that kid fought his ass off um, against a real tough dude and, and obviously a veteran who's been in there a lot with a lot of big guys. So much respect to that kid. Yeah, Tim Means really did a lot of damage with his elbows. I mean, that was that was almost uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, oh, elbows, punches, knees. He's just friggin' ridiculous. Tim Tim Means is is a fun fighter to watch. I'll tell you, Cowboy. I just watched re- just on the uh, on the way over here a four punch combination. Well, in a kick, a four 
striking combination with uh what was it? Bo- it was Cer- head? Cerrone? Yeah, Cerrone. Oh. It was Cerrone a head, story? body, kick, and then one more to the head. It was so beautiful. The- story, so beautiful. Story turned around yeah. after that kick to the face. He actually turned around and walked towards oh, the no. cage. Like, all right, uh, time to leave. He didn't know where he was. Oh, he was rocked. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Nobody does that to Rick Story. It's true. Nobody. Yeah. He's a stud. Uh, what, and you want to know yeah. something? I called him that night. He got hit so... so Oddly enough, I never knew this, but right under the nose, right? They, 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 there's a name for that bone there, but they call it the mustache bone for dopes like like me. It's called the mustache <laughs> bone, right? He hit that. They thought it was broken. It pushed all of his teeth back. Oh. Yeah. It ends up it wasn't broken, and uh, but all of his teeth are pushed back, so we got we to gotta get Rick. I called him that night. He was in the hospital at midnight. And uh, he was in good spirits. He just found out that wasn't broken. And he literally said to me, I am so impressed with Cowboy Cerrone. Hey, I, man, listen, when I saw that fight on the card, I saw that late in the card because I was so excited about the, the main event. And you had, uh, again, we'll talk about Johnson versus uh, Glover, which was insane. But, you know, when I saw that on the card, I go, man, Cowboy definitely has his hands full with, with Rick Story. Rick Story's a guy that's uh, not talked about, cra- you know, too much. But he's, I mean, the guy's, when he's on, he's on. He's a fucking monster. So I was impressed that that uh, Cowboy was able to do that, and it's true that you know the Nate Connor fight was such a big fight, and and, and everyone was talking about it. You know the rest of the card kind of you know flew under the radar. The card was sick, but everybody came out and delivered on Saturday night. So you remember everybody because <laughs> yeah. every one of those fights were great. One of my favorite fights was uh, Magni uh, Lorenz Larkin. I mean, Lorenz yeah. Larkin looked f- phenomenal. Magni is an absolute stud. And Lorenz Larkin came out and just looked fucking unbelievable, man. And just, just again, nobody does that to Neil Magny, you know? Guys really stepped up and delivered that night. It was, it was, it was an awesome card, you know? And uh, how about Co- Cody Garbrandt? I mean, rising oh, yeah. star, absolute <laughs> fucking stud. And, you know, explosive, came man. Out and delivered explosive. Too. Speaking of explosive, no, I, I just said this earlier. Tell me if you agree. Out of the whole UFC... All right, out of everybody, I don't think anybody is as dangerous in the opening seconds of the first round as Anthony Johnson. So true, man. I mean, the guy's just so explosive and accurate. It's, it's fucking scary. It really is, man. You, I, and I, I, I say this all the time. And Matt, you've been around for a long time. Or anybody listening who's been around the fight game, have you ever in your fucking life seen a guy who fought at 170, then moves to 205, and knocks out legitimate 205 pounders. Yeah, ever. I, I can't see how he even uh, made 170. Don't attack me. He was having, my, he was don't attack my weight for that, you fucks. You set, my, set myself <laughs> up. You either, chubby. You. You no, but I'm just saying, have you ever seen a guy that no. goes from 170 and is knocking out all the best in the world, legitimate 205 pounders? It's amazing. It's amazing it's, he ever got down that light. Like to, right, you know, and and it wasn't the same performance. Was I there mean, a tooth that flew out? With the people keep saying that one of uh, uh, uh teeth flew out. There was something on the replay. It looks like it flew up. Was that a, was one of his teeth knocked out or no? No, I, I would I would have been aware of that. Okay, I think you're thinking yeah, of UFC yeah. one. No, Tela, no, no, no. Tela Tula, the sumo. We <laughs> watched it this morning over and over, and it looked like a tooth is flying. I'm like, that's got to be something. And now, you know, when Anthony when Anthony Johnson hits you, God knows what's flying out of your mouth <laughs> or your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Glove, Glove, Glove is no joke, man. He's I really, no joke at all, man. I, I thought, and it started off. He started off strong, where he came in with a nice one-two, and I thought he was going to do a couple of those, and then looked to just shoot in. 
in and get a takedown, or but it never got to that, man. Listen, not that I'm the fucking swami or anything, but uh, I knew that fight was was not going long. Uh, either way, you know, Glover knockout power in both hands, and Anthony Johnson just fucking ridiculous. I knew one of those guys, and neither one, no, no, those guys are running around jabbing and throwing fucking, you know, these guys come out bombing. And what, why are they booing uh, Cormier? I, I just, I, I, it really this. drives me nuts. I mean, he's a really sweet guy, and he's a great fighter and a great wrestler. Why the fuck are people booing this guy? Great champion. He's a great uh, ambassador for the sport. He's awesome. Listen, you know what my theory is on people who boo? Fuck them. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Well, you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, I was waiting <laughs> for like a really deep theory. <laughs> you know what? Hey, listen. You know, you know what the thing is, man. Uh, how about this? They show them on the screen. It's better. It, listen, they cheer, they boo. It's better than nothing. It's better than crickets. Take the boos. That's right. You That's know what, what I mean? It's exactly right. If uh, if it's it's when you come out and nobody says anything, nobody gives or they a show shit. you on camera and there's not even a clap. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's when you're fucked. So what is uh, now? Obviously, I would love to see Johnson uh, get a shot at the uh, at the title, and I know that Cormier said he does not want to fight Jones next. He's got a, he's kind of Jonesed out for the moment. So, right. what are the odds of uh, of Anthony Johnson getting that shot? You know what, man? I'm in a weird place. Uh, you know, we saw that fight, and it was a great fight. Um, I you know I still got to talk to to Joe Silva and see what he thinks, but I'm thinking maybe we do. Uh, Anthony Johnson versus John Jones to see who gets to fight Daniel Cormier. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Boy, is that the last thing you want to hear if you're John Jones? You got to go through Anthony Johnson. <laughs> what a shitty piece of news for John Jones to hear. How's he doing, man? Do you, what's any updates on John? It. I haven't talked to John, but uh, you know the guy's got the guy's got 13 lives, man. It's uh, it's it's looking good for him. I think he's got a deal with Nevada right now and, and this thing that went down. And again, I, I can't say a lot about it because sure. um, it's not my not my place. But yes. uh, we'll see how this thing plays out, but it's looking good for him. Now, this, this was the first event with the new ownership. Now, what did it feel different? Was Lorenzo there? Was your buddy Lorenzo there? Lorenzo wasn't there. Lorenzo wasn't there. Frank wasn't there. They were both texting me, you know. It was a little weird, was but weird? did you FaceTime Ari, at least? Did you I, I've been there. Oh, we, 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 we talk all the time, you know. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, it, it, it was a little different, but yet at the same time, it was cool. I've been, been with Ari for 12 years, so you know him being there. If you look back at past fights, Ari's at every fight. I mean, the guy's been at every fight over the last however many years, so you know. It, it was different. It was weird, yet cool at the same time. We're working on a lot of different fun stuff right now so yeah it's heard, all good yeah i heard some shit about netflix i'm excited about yeah you heard but, uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know but uh I'm everything's definitely good for matt sarah <laughs> I, hey listen i'm hanging out with you when i'm not with you i'm with my kids if i'm not with my kids i'm with jimmy what do i got meanwhile jim about? norton is hanging on for his life by his fingernails <laughs> <laughs> So what, and what about uh, Rhonda Dana? Any update on her? Because, uh, you know, we've been hearing like, well, she may fight in New York. Do we have any news on her? She's definitely not fighting in New York. I'm actually going to start building the New York card this week. So when I, maybe when I get the New York card done, I'll co- jump back on with you guys and announce it on with you guys when I get New York done. But yeah, nothing yet. Okay, and I know everybody wants to see. I mean, listen, it's I think an in, in, inevitable uh, Nate versus. Uh, Nate, Nate, Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor three is going to happen eventually, but man, uh, you know the one forty five pound belt. It's 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 not really fair. What what what's going to happen right. with that thing? I like, agree with you. I, I'm I'm not interested. 
in the third fight between those two right now for a couple different reasons. Number one, you're absolutely right. He has to defend that 145-pound title or walk away from it. You know what I mean? Number one. Number two, let's be real. Nate Diaz stepped up, and it was fucking huge, and I have so much respect for him and Connor for both doing it, and it was such a fun fight. They both wanted to do it again and everything else. It's all great. But we have weight classes for a reason here, and Connor is such a fucking super talented athlete, right? You can only have so many of those wars in your career, man. You know, when he's at at his right weight, the guy is awesome. He's super talented. I want to see him fight all the best in the world at his weight, not not thirty pounds heavier. And now it, it's it's more interesting now. Like if you did that rematch right away with Jose Aldo, it, who you know would really want that after the thirteen second thing, you know, the fight the first time. Now you know now he took out you know he, he beat I shouldn't say took out he beat uh, Frankie Frank, Edgar, yeah. who's you know one of my favorites. You know, now it's more interesting. You know what I mean? If they do fight again. Right. Yeah, I agree. Hey, listen. Uh, Jose Aldo is the champion. He's the interim champion. That's the fight he's got to fight, you know, if he goes down to 145. And, you know, there's other fun fights for him there. And obviously, if he went to 155, there's tons of fun fights there. Oh, 55 is, I was just telling Jimmy, that's murderous row, man. I mean, every division's, you know, listen, is dangerous. But, oh, shit, man. That's that's really dangerous. <laughs> I mean, I just I think of I just I think of so many matchups on there where that could just be uh, McGregor Alvarez, uh, McGregor uh, Ally Quinta. Okay, I'm plugging my own guys. Uh, but hey, listen, <laughs> come yeah. on, Raging Al. Mc, McGre- McGregor Alvarez makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. McGregor Weidman, uh, <laughs> Aljo Sterling. Keep going. That's great. <laughs> so yeah, no, there, there's a lot of fun fights down around his weight class or at his weight class. Um, that's what I'm interested in. And uh, any update on GSP's return? I mean, uh, he didn't roll with USADA, <laughs> and uh, you know he's saying that he's getting ready to step back in. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> Dana being as nice as he can. Look, he's, he's biting his lip. Well, I got to ask. You know, no, people, I know. Like, the people no, yell at me on Twitter. You. People, I'm he's just, on the show. You don't ask. They scream I'm at just, me. I'm just, I'm not a believer, man. I'm not a believer. So I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. Do you think that it can happen or there's a lack of willingness for it to happen? I, I'm ready. I mean, that's what I do. I, I make fights and, and uh, yeah, you know, GSP has been, been saying he's coming back for a couple years now. So, well, he's got your number, I'm sure. I believe when I see. <laughs> and what are some of the things you guys are working on upcoming? You said you got some big things with the new ownership, and uh, what are you guys looking to do? We are. We're talking about going into, you know, again, picking up right where we left off, you know, like we've always been, going into new territories and, and, and opening up, uh, you know. Obviously, let me give – Khabib some love. Khabib has been blowing me up, um, and, and I haven't really given Khabib any information. But obviously, Khabib in Russia, that wouldn't be, wouldn't be a bad idea. So we're talking about going into Russia possibly with Khabib. Man. And then, Matt, you and I are going I was, to Russia <laughs> I was about for to looking say. for a fight. So we're going to be spending a lot of time in Russia soon. Oh, wow. Wow. Hey, if you do an Amsterdam episode, can I tag along? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can do a, a little X-rated Actually, bonus feature. Yeah, it. Jimmy, it would be fun to have you on, uh, on an episode with us. It, it's that. a lot of fun. I would love to go, but I'm a huge pussy and would, and, and like, would not do well in the physical activities. I would, really, I would make a fool out of myself. So, that's right. We won't make you do any of the stupid <laughs> shit that we do. So, 
You could just come and have fun. Now, I would love no, to. There's no timetable on that, right? Should I be packing? We're, we're, we're not very good with the physical activities either, believe me. <laughs> Neither is Dean Thomas. Listen, what time are we... Uh, do, I, do I have to pack tonight? When are we going? Do we know any time? Uh, no, we just, listen, after the last two episodes, I'm, I'm fucking on hiatus Dude, for a I, minute. I'm I still had recovered. one foot in the grave when we left there. <laughs> yeah, fucking Sturgis. <laughs> I know. I want to. I don't want to blow that. I, want to talk, I can't wait to talk about that stuff, but uh, we have plenty of time for that. What else, Jimmy? Well, I wanted to ask Dan had said that he thinks MMA should be a part of the Olympics, and I don't disagree because oh, wow. uh, so many aspects of it are are in the Olympics. So, uh, you know, what, what do you think about getting that done? Yeah, my team's been working on that for a long time, four or five years. Um, you know, we, we've been working on it. I, I it's going to happen. It's eventually going to happen, and uh, you know, just a matter of when and how 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 many resources we want to put behind it. You know. Well, are you worried that it would affect the UFC schedule at all? And, and how many fights would these guys have to have? And you know, It's almost like when they play the Pro Bowl in football, they do it at the end of the year because if somebody gets hurt, it fucks them up for the season. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I agree. That's the other thing. I mean, if you got to figure out, is it going to be amateurs or is it going to be pros? Because if our pros do it, I mean, that puts a big kink in our year. You know, if you have all the best guys going to fight in the Olympics... You know, that's tough to do. It's weird going backwards to, to kind of do that, you know? Does a guy want to go and get a gold medal and give up, you know, a lot of the big money these guys are, are, are making? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's pride in country. And if you're a basketball player, you can probably do it because the odds are you're not going to get hurt playing a few games. But, yeah, with these contact sports, it's a big sacrifice to ask somebody to make for, for, for no money. Right, exactly. So, obviously, a lot, of, a lot of fucking things to work out and a lot of things to, you know— it's going to be a long, tough process, but this is still a really young sport, man. Where, uh, you know, the, the Zufa era is 16 years old. The entire sport is just a little over 20, 21 years old. Um, you know, there's a lot of work to still be done here. How do you feel about the the, the bantamweight and the strawweight divisions? I mean, it's really nice to see them like uh, taking. Uh, really, people are showing so much interest in these fights. It's like it's not just two popular fighters anymore. It's like there's like legitimately a lot of interest in so many of these girls. I agree. Wait, and, and, oh, and the and the females, oh, yeah. huge, huge. Yeah, it's the the women's thing is is so strong uh, and fun. So they're fun to watch, and uh, the girls are super technical and super talented. Uh, but I was going to say. Wait till you guys see this season of The Ultimate Fighter and all the fucking fans. Oh, he says that every fucking season. I'm telling you, this fucking season is so good. The fights are amazing. Everybody's a world champion that comes into this thing and has a belt. It's awesome, man. It's now, really, really good. I'm now, excited for the season to come out. And and this one, Dana, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this kind of like this? The, you're doing what I did on season four, like they're doing the the, the winner gets the shot at the title. Or is that no? Exactly. That yes. Not, the, oh, yes. The winner. The winner will fight Demetrius. Oh, look at that! I thought that was what I heard. Wow. Hey, Amy, that worked out for me, Jimmy. That <laughs> fucking that show worked out for me. This it could did. be it did, man. That was the premise when I was on it. The winner get the shot of the title, and you know now I'm hanging out with you. So this is a big opportunity for somebody. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, someday somebody can have all their dreams fall and sit next to Jim Norton for an hour and a half a week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, uh, and Dana, listen. Everybody obviously is psyched about the New York card, the Madison Square Garden card. Is now everybody's trying to get on that damn card. Are the fights set? Are they picked or they no? 
Did we talk no, about that already? Yeah, he mentioned yeah. Am I out of my mind? No. Yeah, Sarah doesn't listen to a fucking thing I say. Did we talk about that today? Yes. Yeah. Ask him if he liked the Connor fight. <laughs> Sarah just oh, asks his fuck. questions and then doesn't listen to a fucking no. thing I say. Dude, I'm still He's texting of, and taking selfies of himself I and shit of, over there. I saw the movie Sausage Party with my wife yesterday. Did you was, like it? Oh, God, I want to talk about that later, but I got that going through my head. What a fucking wacky I, movie. I, I actually, we were going to go try and see that last night, uh, but, but Frank Fertitta rented out like all the movie theaters oh, to go watch it. We couldn't fucking see it. Oh, dude, it's a... Listen, Is that funny? Oh, it's a... It's uh, is a, it good? It's a... It, you know those like those, what are they yeah. called the Pixar movies? Yes, it's it's like that, but it's as dirty as you could be. It's I heard fit, it's awesome. It is. I just know what I picture. I picture uh, in the future like a a nanny or a grandmother watching the kids and they they're flicking through the channels and like oh look at it. It looks like Toy Story. And meanwhile they have a fucking food orgy. It's insane. <laughs> kids are kids are gonna stumble across this and be scarred for life. And I fucking I love that movie, but I'm gonna that talk about awesome. that later. <laughs> And, uh, I definitely want to see it. I also wanted to ask you too. Uh, back, guys are ca- seem like calling their shots. They kind of want to jump from division to division. Is this like McGregor having like an effect on everybody, or or do you kind of? Because Rogan said he thought it was kind of a good thing at times, where it just keeps it exciting. Yeah, it depends on the fight. Obviously, it's a lot about timing and the fight. And listen, Connor jumped divisions. Because that's what was available at the time. You know what I mean? Another fight fell out on him. Diaz had just called him out and he says, fuck it, I'll fight Nate Diaz. I'm like, Nate Diaz? It doesn't even make any sense. He goes, that's the fight I want. And Diaz wanted to fight him. So it wasn't really like he jumped divisions. That just sort of happened. Yeah, because that was what was, yeah, that was, what was available. Um, okay, that makes sense. And Aldo did say no. I think he would have fought Aldo, right, if Aldo would have said yes. Yeah, that's right. That first time, and if Joe, right. Joe didn't say no, he never. That Diaz fight never would have happened. That's right. So, what do you think about some of the uh, the judging guidelines that got passed? About like, I guess one of them is going to be like visual damage and domination in the round, and uh, you know, they 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 said that starts in what January. Yeah, I, th- I well, obviously, you know, <laughs> you're talking to the right guy that thinks some stuff needs to be done about judging. Yes. Um, I I, I mean, it, it's 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 so important to have good judges that know what the hell they're doing and I, I'm actually really disappointed that after all this time like 15 16 years I, I really thought more fighters you know guys who retired would become judges uh, or maybe even refs because they understand the sport so much better than most of these other people you know yeah my buddy Ricardo Almeida you know Ricardo yeah um yeah, he's he's a judge in, in New Jersey, and that's nice. I mean, we should yeah, see more. We should definitely see more of that. I got no time I for wish. that shit. But <laughs> oh yeah. Now I'm yeah. busy, but I had something. Uh, you know, and that's probably the case too. But listen, I, I mean, some of these guys, I know they're busy and they own schools and they're doing other things. But but listen, you go in and and, and it's one night, and you'd go to the fights anyway. You know, why not go get paid to do it and, and become a judge or ref? It's true. Yeah, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Shawnee Carter a text. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that you're, the, the sale went through, and you're there. How long are you gonna be there for? Do you, are you signed on for a few more years? Like you're not going anywhere anytime soon. I'm not going anywhere, bro. I listen. I did. Yeah. They, they can, you know, you have to do some type of a deal when you do a deal. Sure. I did a five year deal. I would have signed a 55 year deal. I'm not going anywhere. I love this shit, and um, I love taking it to the next level, and I love building. Um, and I, and I love creating more opportunity for everybody. This is I just this is where I'm staying. You said you locked yourself in a hotel room for a little while when this all was happening. Was it just a little overwhelming? This uh, you know yeah, on the Jimmy Kimmel show he said that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- what were you just trying to do? Just trying to get away from the world a little bit and just let it sink in. 
Yeah, no, it wasn't that. I was I was really fucked up and emotional about the Fertitas. You know, we we've been together for twenty years, man, and uh, yeah, it was tough on me. It was it was really weird. If you'd have told me that I would have reacted this way, I'd have said you're nuts. Um, but I did. It, it really fucked me up, man. I what was, what did uh, it make? Did it make you? Were you scared, or were you just uh, sad no, and grieving? Or yeah, I was. I was. I was bummed out. I was really bummed out. And uh, you know, when you're talking about like people had taken runs at us a, a lot, <clears throat> a lot of times. You know, people had taken runs at the UFC and big numbers and all this other stuff, and it never happened. Never happened. And as this one started getting closer to becoming a reality, I don't think I really believed it, and I didn't really come to terms with it. And uh, and then when it happened, it just yeah, it hit me like it hit me in a way I, I would have never imagined. Literally went up into a hotel room and didn't come out. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat for two days. And there's a lot more to the story that I'd just rather not get into, but it fucked me up really bad. Wow, okay. Yeah. Hey, hey Jimmy, Jimmy, yes. I, I, if you keep pushing him, we get Dana the cry. That's huge ratings. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Well, no, uh, it's good one. That was the last question I was actually... Are you sure? That, Come on. That was the last question I was going to ask him. Did, did you He's cry a little? Because he cries on every... If he doesn't <laughs> fight on every episode of Looking for a Fight, he cries. I love that. Kids yeah, are my, at home. He's <laughs> my kids. Well, it's <laughs> Meanwhile, they couldn't be happier that you're gone. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to to move on from you know people yeah, that you I've love. Yeah, I've been with these guys for twenty years, and let me tell you what, the Fertitas are, are are two of the best fucking human beings you could ever meet, man. They 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 did a lot for this sport. They treated a lot of people really well, and they made a lot of people a lot of money. Do you ever stop and think, like, when you look at where you guys were when you started and what you did, like, this is like legitimately an empire? And do you ever stop and go, like, I can't believe this is where we wound up? Um, yeah, obviously, you know, when you look at how big it is, you have some of that, but if you go back and you look at interviews uh, of me 15 years ago, I said that this would happen. I literally said this would happen and I always believed in it. And if you talk to some of the, the fighters that were there early and some of the conversations I had with them on what my vision for this thing was and where we were going to go, they'll tell you that this is what I said. I'm one of them. I'm a witness. What was the first <laughs> fight that made you think that? What was the first fight you saw that went like, wow, this is going to be huge? Well, I always felt that way. I mean, from the first fight I ever went to when we didn't own it, I looked at it and I said, man, imagine if these guys did this and imagine if they changed that. This could be really big. And then as soon as we took over and we started putting on some fights and started sort of catching our stride on 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 production and, and, and you know, uh, on television too, I really, really became a believer and believed that, that this thing would work everywhere, all over the world, and this had the potential to be one of the biggest sports, if not the biggest sport on earth. What do you think it is too? Is it the fact that there's so many people doing it and the talent is so equal? But when you look at all the belts that have changed hands recently, there's been a tremendous amount of like first or second title defense uh, losing the belt. Is that just because there's so much talent that they, they, they're, I mean, I, I can't understand why that seems like no one can hold the belt anymore. Yeah, well, people talk talk shit about that, which is ridiculous. They're like, oh, this is devastating for the UFC. We're going to Cleveland for the first time with the heavyweight fucking champion. Things sold out in minutes, and it's going to be amazing, you know? Um, we're going to fucking 
Manchester with Bisbing, the new champion. That's right. It's going to sell out. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be huge. People are nuts. The, you know, the thing is, it, I, I look back. If you go back and you read all the stories by the media over the last 10 years, okay, the stupid shit that these guys write and say, I get it. You have to write stuff. You have to say stuff. That's what you do for a living. None of these guys have a fucking clue about anything when it comes to this business but they all like to talk about it you know what i mean sure it's like how many how many times we've read oh it's 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 uh all the champions are changing oh what are they going to do after chuck liddell retires what are they going to do after gsp retires what are they going to do after anderson silver retires there's no stars they can't build stars they can't do this they can't do that weird people in the fucking media that talk this shit know nothing what they're talking about this fucking business and guess what the shit that we're doing now with WME and Ari and all them, they don't know about anything. This is why I don't read any of this stuff. You can't read this stuff because it would just drive you fucking crazy. What so the bottom line, the long-winded fucking bottom line to what I'm saying here, I put my head down and I just fucking keep running, man, and I do my thing. You know, I actually don't think it's a bad thing. Like the fact that these guys are changing belt, I think it is kind of a testament to the fact that there's so much talent. And I kind of think that it builds up rivalries faster. Like I'm interested in fights in every uh, weight division. And I, in, well, in boxing, you can't, you, I can't even name the fucking heavyweight champion at this point. Well, so I don't think it's a bad day, thing. Do you know how hard it is? to go undefeated in the fucking UFC or go on these runs. Yeah. That's what makes an Anderson Silva so special. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why is Anderson Silva special? Why is John Jones special? Because it's almost impossible to do. Yeah, and I, is that just because there's so many ways to possibly lose, or is it just because the talent yes. is so even? Both. It's a combination of both. There's so many different ways to win and lose, and there is just nonstop forever talent right now this is the new martial art the sports getting bigger and bigger every day there's just unbelievably talented people out there and coming up you know right now uh it, it is not easy to be a john jones or an anderson silva or a ronda rousey or a conor mcgregor no, it's these, an, these special people it's an amazing thing man because you see like a guy like anthony pettis so you're like man on a wheaties box the guy's on a tear and next thing you know he's 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 on the uh, the losing end of three and he's a very, very talented guy. Then you see RDA, who took him out, and he's winning a couple. You're like, oh, man, who's going to take him out? Eddie Alvarez comes along. Yep. So it's, it really, and it makes it exciting. It does. It's what it makes exciting. the sport so fun. You know, the difference in boxing is these guys handpick their fights, yeah. and unless they fuck up big time, can basically keep the title for as long as they want. That shit don't happen here. You got to be really fucking good to keep the title for a long time here and that's what makes these special people so special and these guys fight all the time like i think fucking cowboys next fight is tuesday like these guys just <laughs> don't on my fucking life on my i swear to god since we've been on this podcast right this fucking lunatic just text me go ahead right? read it wait wait right now it's 144 p.m he texts me at 131 p.m I just heard Thatch pulled out in Brazil. I'll fight Eric Silva. Oh, wow. I said, when are you coming here? I need to see you. <laughs> he said, that's not a joke. I love fighting. I want this fight. Oh, wow. This fucking guy is awesome. Yeah. But he's a maniac. <laughs> yeah. So when you said he's fighting Tuesday, you weren't kidding. That's amazing. Yeah, he just seems like this. He's like what well, he's like, like like Lamada, Sugar Ray Robinson, those guys. They just did nothing but fight. He just doesn't seem to like time off. 
It's crazy you just said Jake LaMotta. So Mark Ratner just got inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame up in New York, right? Lorenzo and I flew there, went to the thing. Jake LaMotta was there. I've been watching Raging Bull nonstop the past couple of weeks. Remember I did that whole thing, Matt, with you guys on Looking for a Fight? But um, I've been, uh, you know, I love the movie forever. This guy's 90 fucking five years old. He got up, walked up the stairs, and sat down in his seat and everything else. The guy's outlived everybody, man. 95 years old. Back then, they were getting hit with horse hair fucking gloves. They fought every Saturday night. You know, they went 15 rounds. You know, it's it's just crazy, man. Dude, that guy's fight, still alive. He was fighting, I believe, at the end of World War II. He was actually a fighter in yeah. the 40s. I mean, yeah. in, 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 into the 50s. I, mean, I don't Had think anybody... Had from hell. Uh, dude, he, nothing... I mean, what, what did he, he... Didn't he never go down? Didn't Sugar Ray yeah. never get him down? Never put yeah. me down, Ray. Yep. He never put me down. That yeah. Saw that guy a month ago. Crazy. Yeah, he's... Anyway, not- I, I, I went off the... The, the the thing a little because you brought up his name, but I've I've been all over him lately. I've been I've been watching that movie like ten times in a row. That's yeah, I interviewed it. him and, and we interviewed him on uh, Opie and Anthony one time, and he was really cool. And he actually told me I was smart because he's a little he's a little out of it. He's an older guy, you know. What did he tell you the joke though about the? Fight? Oh, the same joke. He yeah. went, to, "I fought Sugar Ray so many times, I have diabetes." And every time he told me, I left. <laughs> you, you better. <laughs> All four times, I enjoyed it. You'd be embarrassed getting your ass kicked by a ninety-five-year-old. <laughs> I, I, I would actually do that proudly. I would take a beating from Lamada proudly. <laughs> you guys should try to have him on if, uh, if that's even. That guy can even. Uh, I would I love to talk to him or anything. <laughs> you know Be what? Awesome. He, yeah, I mean, look, you know, he's, he's an older guy. I mean, and he's in, he's in just as good a shape yeah. as anybody else who's fucking ninety five and out. Right. Doing Imagine interviews. that. Imagine the punishment that guy took in his life. And I'm telling you, that's this whole thing that they're working on right now with, with, with the, uh, you know, we're, we're a part of that study with the brain thing. They think some people, just like some people, are susceptible to, you know, whether it's uh, Parkinson's or all these different things. Can't, some people get cancer or whatever it might be. They think there's actually a gene in your body that you probably shouldn't take punches to the head because uh, you're more susceptible to brain damage. It's pretty crazy. So they may be able to, in the future, see right. like when you're very young, who should be fighting or playing football who and who really shouldn't That's exactly be. right. Yeah. You crazy, know, right? Jimmy's going to... The, little Timmy's going to college. Little Brad's going to be a Neanderthal. Yeah, you're going to know right away. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, all right. This kid's got a brick head and he's, he can take a shot. Well, they didn't need to check my jeans. One good slap and I cried and shat my pants. And they're like, this kid's not a fighter. My favorite moment of this interview so far, by the way, was here's my philosophy on booing. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for a big uh, quote. So uh, and and the thing MMA is, the thing is for Daniel, is Cormier like gets bummed out by it. You could see. Like when they start booing him, oh. he gets so bummed out. He's the, listen, anybody who's listening who boos Cormier, he is one of the nicest fucking guys in the yeah. world. Classy, super fucking nice, and... Uh, you're a dick if you're booing Cormier. Do you think? Do you yeah. think it's that he take he takes people down and he's a wrestler and people would rather see a Jones throwing kicks? Is it basically the fact of the way he fights? Or because it well, couldn't the thing, be the the thing is literally flipped. You know, it seems like the more Johns got in trouble, the more the people love him. You know, yeah, he's got that whole anti-hero thing going on, and the other guy says, "Oh, he could say all the right things," and right, know, right. Former, uh, yeah, know, the guy's perfect. That. I mean, yeah, the guy does a, nothing wrong ever. Well, guy's perfect. <laughs> yeah, and perfect. I thought, and off the you know behind the scenes, he's a good dude, man. Yeah, great I, I dude. Out with him, he's a nice guy, man. DC. One of my favorite people, man. I I I love Cormier. 
Yeah, I don't know what it is that really draws people to a fighter. Like, there's, there's guys who are shit talkers that I like, and there's guys who are total gentlemen. I don't know what makes a fan connect to a fighter. Like, why do all of a sudden... Like, I watched the fight uh, the other night. I watched uh, with a bunch of people, some of who were not fight fans. But you couldn't not get excited about McGregor Diaz. Yeah. And there was a guy sitting next to me who had no idea who Rumble Johnson was. And after that knockout, he was like, I'm fucking following this guy on Twitter. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he's watching the lead up to Conor Nate and he starts rooting for Conor just because Conor's kind of a shit talker and he likes the way yeah. Conor presents himself. So that guy's now a Conor McGregor fan. It's just so weird what, what makes us gravitate towards different fighters. Yeah, but the thing is for John Jones, with, with John Jones, listen, let's face the facts. People can think whatever they want about John Jones. He's one of the greatest to ever participate in this sport. The guy is so fucking talented, you know, but he does not stop getting in trouble. And, and it's so sad to see because, you know, the fights that this guy could be in, the, the records that this guy could break, if he can just get his shit together. Yeah, I mean, you know, you hear these different rumors, and I'm sure he'll talk about it when he's ready to talk about it, or when everything is has been. Uh, you know, we've all heard the rumors. Um, can can you sneeze once for dick pills? <laughs> Just cough. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's it, it's. I I kind of hope it's something else too, because I really like him, and you know, it's it's nice to know that he might be back shortly. So that that's just great news, and it's great for the UFC. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, what do you think about MMA in the Olympics? No, okay, well, we can... <laughs> right. Oh, we went over that? All right. <laughs> All right, well, we. Uh, I guess uh, we got everything covered, I think. Is there anything else you wanted to cover that we didn't cover? I don't think so. I, I, I think that's it. And once you get the fight card, please tell us. I really want to know before anyone else does. Just so I, can I will. When I get the New York thing, I'll uh, we'll break the news on I'll, here. I'll, I'll reach out to you guys first. Oh, look at that. All right, awesome. And I'm going to hold you to that, me going with you guys until uh, looking for a fight. Looking for a fight. Perfect. Yeah, you know what? Matt will have the schedule on what's going on. Just pick which one you want to go to, and uh, we'd that. love to have you, man. That'd be awesome. Look, he's got his mouth. He's bugging out. Do you know out. how happy that just Look at that. No yeah, one see? has ever said that to me. We'd love to have you along. I've never heard those. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. All right, Dana. Thanks, guys. Of course, buddy. See you soon. Talk to you soon, Later. bro. Thank bye. you. All right, bye. That's dude, that. That legitimately made me happy. Dude, you're in. That fucking legitimately made me happy. <laughs> now you got to push him to make sure there's some fights in Amsterdam. You I got to go fuck. somewhere fun. You sick bastard. I know. All right, I'm sorry. Listen, I had a good time talking to Dana. So he, Dana's a good dude. He's oh, Dana's great. Uh, you know, he uh, he confirmed that their uh, Ronda is not fighting in New York because I've heard that speculated a lot. Yeah, hey, listen, I can't wait for her to get back. I think it's just a sooner or later. Didn't she say something recently? Uh, you know. Uh, this or that, or revenge is sweet, or what the revenge is the son of a motherfucker, or something. I don't what know. is it? I don't All know. right, I'm quoting shit that I don't even know. Well, about. there's revenge is the dish best served cold, but I don't think I'll, she said I'll that. I'll fucking step on that fucking saying. Uh, she said something where uh, revenge is a motherfucker, or something. Chris, do you know what that quote is? He's getting it for me. He's getting it. <laughs> Are you getting it, Chris? Yes, I'm looking. Uh, winning is a bitch, but revenge is a motherfucker. Watch your mouth, Chris. This is oh, showing please. What's the matter with we you? We just had the boss on. What the fuck's the matter with you? Go, you know, hey Jimmy, what's up, man? Well, you, you want to say something? No, well, you know what it was. This was Rhonda's quote. Was it was a really weird quote. What they said it? to her, "Are you fighting?" And she said, "You know, night after night, two people lay in the same bed." And then they said, "What?" <laughs> what? And she said, "But when it comes time to buy a new mattress, only one gets their way." I see where we're going. Introducing Helix Sleep. Did you where, say Helix? I certainly did, my friend. Helix Sleep, where you can buy a 
mattress online, customized for both of you for hundreds of dollars instead of thousands. Yes. Go to helixsleep.com, answer a few simple questions based on four key preferences, and the result is going to be a custom sleep profile used to build the most comfortable mattress you're yes. ever going to sleep on. Your mattress is going to arrive at your door in about a week, and you know what, Matt? Yes. Shipping? What? Guess how, what percent free it is. Uh, 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 Guess what percent free? 100%? You're good. Oh, shit. Matt Sarah is a good oh, guesser. Oh, wow. And for couples, Helix customizes each side of the mattress, personalized to suit each of your bodies and the way that both of you sleep. Oh. Helix customers report a 30% improvement in overall sleep quality. You have 100 nights to try it out, you silly geese. And if you don't love it, they're going to pick it up for free, and they give you a 100% refund. No questions asked. They're not going to bug you. Why don't you like it? No questions asked. Wow. Come and get it. Why don't you like it? That's not going to happen. Mm -mm. That's why everyone from GQ Magazine to Forbes are still talking about Helix Sleep. Go to helixsleep.com slash UFC. Get 50 bucks off your order. That's helixsleep.com slash UFC. Get 50 bucks off your order. You have 100 nights. Basically, what I'm saying is you have zero to lose except the crappy mattress that you hate right now. 100% free shipping, 100 nights. Oh, what else? Helix. I'm, yeah, that was a good interview with Dana. Oh, that was great. And um, Also doesn't believe that GSP is, uh, you know. Yeah, he thinks, he, I don't know. I guess he does. I mean, listen, I guess he thinks us. he's been hearing it a lot. It's almost like the boy that cries. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Wolf. But uh, I don't know if you want to get into my, uh, give me my theme uh, for, the, for, the, for the movie minute. Go ahead, Jimmy. Since we didn't come up with yet, one yet, we're going to discuss Sausage Party today on... On... Match Movie Minute. Hello. Okay, everybody. Here I am. Um, and that was fucking weird. Why? But listen, did you see Sausage Party? I did. Oh, man. I fucking enjoyed that. Uh, if anybody didn't, didn't see it, it's a new Seth Rogen uh, comedy. Uh, I didn't know Ed Norton's a voice in that, too. He's the bagel in that thing. Did is you, he? I, you know what? I do. There's a lot of great voices. Are you voice fucking I, playing Tetris? Are you, what are you doing? No, no. I mean, I'm, so, how are you? <laughs> I wrote good, very horny. That's, that's, the, that's what I just wrote. You're texting Dana now? <laughs> good, very horny. I like the way you cover out the name. Like, I know who it is. Oh, no, that's now just, it's, I'm okay, so No, you got to do that in case this camera's here. Very horny. I loved it. I, uh, Nick Kroll of, is a buddy of mine. I didn't even know Nick Kroll was in I never recognized oh, voices man. except for <laughs> Seth. I recognized him. And Jonah him. Hill was in there. With That's the, right, Jonah Hill. But, oh, man, let me tell you, these the, the movies, the, all his movies, Rogan's, uh, Seth Rogan's movies, they could be, <laughs> these, and once, they're very simple, like, but yet there's always like an underlining like meaning. Sure. Like, did you, what is the meaning you took out of this? First of all, let's just talk about it really quick. Right. It, it's, it's like a Pixar type movie, right? We talked about it a little bit with Dana, but it's like a Pixar type movie. Like, it's like the whole, uh, the, that, what do you call that animation? What is it? It's a, uh, what do you call that Pixar? Tris? Pixar? I don't know. It's yeah, Pixar animation. animation. It's not a cartoon, really. It's, it's really yeah. high budget yeah, animation. Yeah, but it, so it looks like Toy Story and all these other sure. movies. Dirty as hell. Just so dirty. At one, so it's like the, the the food. They feel like when they get chosen, they feel like they get chosen when they get uh, picked in a supermarket, right? All, all this like this food, whether it's the hot dogs, Seth Rogen's a hot dog, and, sausage. Uh, what is he a sausage? He's a sausage. What's called sausage party? Oh, sausage party. Sorry, right? he's in a hot dog party. It looks, like, but I thought it was a fucking hot dog. But whatever, it's the same shit. Me too, but it's sausage. It's a sausage, and then there's a fucking, and uh, and then he's in love with the bun. He's got the bun girlfriend that they didn't. They always a lot of flirting going on and they feel when they get out of there he's going to be able to enter her 
and fucking it was a lot of little sexual tension there between the the, the sausage and the bun. I th- and did then, you think it was brilliant, by the way, the way they tied in? Like, there's this relationship, and then they think that when they leave and they get picked yes, up by the customer, that it's they're going to the promised land. Yeah, they, oh, I don't yes. want to give away the movie, but it's fucking. Brilliant. Why don't we? Why don't we just spoil the fuck out of it? It's been out there enough, no? Nah, you got to give it a little time. I, I don't want to give it a little time. Yeah. All right, people, all right, listen to me. All right, I'm gonna uh, first of all go see it. It's brilliant, man. Go see it. I will. I'll say two words, and without spoiling anything, food orgy. How disturbing is that? Kids are gonna see that sometime. Yeah. The fucking food orgy. Do you see? Remember that? It's dirty as hell. So good. It's not giving away nothing. No, so good. But basically, they have these beliefs, and if they don't, you know, whatever. I mean, it's a really. It's not. It's not saying that life's all about sex, but when they don't believe that there's anything else, it's just the fucking. You got it. Go see the movie. Hit me up on Twitter. People, they write to me now. They suicide. I hear buzzing. Do you hear that? Here. Yeah, it fucking's ruining my whole magic. Usually, it when has I, to happen during my movie minute. You, you fuck downstairs. Usually, when I hear that, there's something in my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's like a buzzing sound for those people. Uh, I know. Usually, Jimmy's thinking of the safe word right about now. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie. I I've been thinking about it since because it's a. It's, I thought it's funny. Um, and and I like the uh, I I I liked I, I was I'm gonna say zero uh, bathroom breaks. <laughs> That's why oh, Jimmy's oh, looking at right. me like what? Well, I mean, we went over that. Now I can either say all right, I'll give it you know, one. You could go number one. You could go take a pee pee, or you could do a you know number two. But no, I'm gonna say zero bathroom breaks for sausage party. Tell me if you liked it on Twitter. I have again, people. I have no horse in this race. I just like fucking movies. And uh, I, this is the latest one I saw, and I liked it a lot. Well, we are in agree- I mean, Matt's movie minute, and Jim agrees with Matt on this being a very funny, good film. Thank you very much. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process into the 21st century. Fast powerful and completely online rocket mortgage has taken all the complicated time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation hate searching through stacks of old files and paperwork of course you do with rocket mortgage you can easily share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of one button helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation even better with rocket mortgage you can do all of this on your phone or your tablet It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch. So if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. We're back. We really didn't take a break. We just went and peed, and Amy came in, so I'm glad you're here. I wanted to wait until you were eating popcorn. Okay, and what action. are you eating? It looks delicious. I've called Bjorn corn. Oh, is that that from that famous uh, Bjorn? Is that an, who is she, an actress? I don't know. I'm just coming from. <laughs> oh, no, I just B- did Colbert, and I, this was in the gift bag. Ooh, it's like oh, Bjorn corn. You shoot yourself when you're finished. That's that fucked guy? up. Are you allowed to curse? What's the story no, with the, this? 
the bald guy who was obsessed with Bjork and he shot himself. Oh, he looked right. like Bob Kelly. He, <laughs> he painted his face all different colors and blew his brains out. Oh my god! Yeah, why don't we have gift bags, Chris, the producer? Because yeah, we don't. We, the fuck? Yeah, I did it the first week, but she you came here. She's so nice. But look, I have a water. Yeah, uh, there was something to put my gum in. Yeah, I'll stop chewing because that Go is ahead. very rude. No, no, it's fine. No, but enjoy. I'm so hungry. What are all your notes? I'm doing stand up after this. Oh, you are. I'm going are downstairs. You? Okay, that's so convenient. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's out of sheer. I'm obviously I'm lazy. I'm and, and you were you were asking us just before we got on air about the uh, the fights. Did you watch the fights? Oh no, but I just know there was like a big UFC fight. Do you in Vegas. watch the fights at all? Or no. You, you, no, I watch clips after. Clips and I after. Watch the, um, all the best parts. The girls. The yeah. girl fights. I like, like the girl. Ronda. You like yeah, Holly. I like I like Ronda. A Me lot. too. Yeah, and you... everyone thinks I look like Holly Holm. They're like, if Amy like maybe ever picked up one weight, she would no. look like. <laughs> That's like, funny though. I can see that you guys could be like sisters or something. Her yeah. and Holly Holm. Yeah. No? I could see it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the eyes. The eyes. Yeah, a little bit. Whatever, Jimmy. I see it. Yeah. Would you go yeah. to a fight? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, they're really fun. Even mm-hmm. if you're not a huge like, I've seen some interesting people there. I'm like, I saw Rihanna in one. I'm like, I think she was a big fight really? fan. Yeah, but it's just you can't help but get into it. When Ooh, you sometimes re- on the road, yeah. I've been like doing a show at a casino or something, and then there's also a fight there, and I'll run over and try and catch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was uh, Colbert? Who are you on with? Um. Michaela Watkins was on. I didn't see anybody else, and then this other guy. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I went. I went in, and I left right after. Oh, did you leave after your? You didn't stay on the couch. No, I'm like I've been sick. You know, when I called in the show, like I, I I'm not. You're not going to catch anything. That's a fine. Um, you you might. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, remember I called in the show. I had bronchitis. I yeah. was hospitalized, and my um, I I coughed. So hard that I I fractured my own rib. Did you really? Yeah. So I'm I'm still my rib still hurts. I'm still coughing a little bit. So okay. The rib so this, sucks too. You, there's nothing you could do for that. No, there's nothing. They just I, go rat. They go. Don't you love when doctors are like, did you try Advil? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. no. You, did never, you go to Harvard? Is that right? That's never a good sign. So annoying. Yeah, no. I never had a problem with my ribs, man. And and so many times in fighting, guys get the ribs fucked up during training, and Ooh. it's the worst because you sucks. can't work around it. You can't There's breathe. Nothing, I can't. I haven't taken do. a deep breath in in months. I know. Then you got to get ready to get hitting it again. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I don't. But sex is not fun right now. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? It's not for me either, but just for different reasons. <laughs> I'm very confused. I don't know who I am. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what role I play, and it's that I lay there and don't move. And usually that's great. But yeah. Uh, it's, it's usually a pain-free zone, uh, even though I'm writhing around pretending like I'm in pain. But uh, but now, yeah, but now it's actually like. Uh. Are you uh, are you liking the tour? It's uh, you know because it's it's weird like knowing you so well and then seeing where you're at now and I'm like I know that's probably annoying her. Well, well everything that you think is annoying me is annoying is me. It? Yeah. yeah. What is like, that? The popularity? What is I don't it? know. What are you what are the what things that I, you've seen? I think the fact that people have certain expect like you know whether it's Kurt or whether it's something else that oh, you God. have to weigh in and comment. Like they have expectations on you commenting on things you're just like I don't want to fucking even think about. Isn't like, it crazy? Yeah. It's like it's it's really funny how when you become famous, you're a politician and they want you to weigh in on things that that you might know nothing about. Like, they're just like, what do you think we need to do? To, do you think there's too much violence in movies in Hollywood? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what? Like, are, am I an expert opinion? on that? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel so, pressure to answer it properly or no? <clears throat> I feel pressure, to be honest, and say I don't know. Okay, that's better. You know, yeah, I don't want to, like, bullshit them. But with Kurt, that whole thing was so... And it is so tough. Like, it's just he's one of my my 
my brothers, you know, he's just, he's, I started stand up with him and he, and I, you know, I don't, he's always like baiting people online and stuff and the, and people have been like trying to get me to fire him for years. It's like, but uh, especially with this thing, they're like the way that they were and and the things he wrote, even though like he might've like the things that could have made sense about it, like, um, you know, I'm, I'm all for due process and I think it would be great to, for more reported rapes, but, um, there's such awful circumstances and it's not always clear. So, but the, you know, for <laughs> the way he was going about it and like, it was really bad and, and, and awful and it was an abomination, but, um, but we know Kurt and he's, yeah. he's actually a total sweetheart and he just, he's, you know, he, he's dealing with his own demons right now and, right. and he, and he, he apologized to those girls and they're in contact, you know, it's his story to tell, but I, uh, but I'm like, he's my boy, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't, and these girls who are like fire him, what are you going to, aren't you going to do something? I'm like, you know, and then they got mad at me for blocking them. I'm like, I don't want to be told by you what to do. I have more information than you do on on this particular right. thing, and know Kurt better. And um, and like, are any of them tweeting the rapist? Like, they're treating Kurt like Bill Cosby. Kurt's a horrible person, but he's yeah. never raped anyone. Right. So it's just this this misplaced. I mean, I I think what he was writing was awful. And, and, and he I understand admits it came their anger. from a place of anger. Like, I talked to him the next day. Yeah. And again, it is his story, but it, like, I, I, it's like, if you, you just, even if you're on the right side, just try not to address it with anger because yeah. you come from a place that, you know, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I know. And, you know, he just sometimes says things and isn't thinking. Himself. I've been in a writer's room with him for four years, so many hours, and he would just say things. And they're so outlandish. That's like, I wouldn't even respond. You know, I would yeah. just sort of like, Okay, we're not talking about that anymore. You, you know, yeah. But um, yeah, we, we we've gotten into huge fights in there. But it's just like I know him, and I know that I I know his mental illness, so I know how to handle it for myself and how to sort of harness it for our show. But uh, and but you defended just, him, by the way. You people who said Amy threw him under the butt, you no, stuck. You, you've stuck up for Kurt a lot. They've been it, trying to get me to fire him for years, and I never I. Yeah, I was like, I'm. Not, I didn't fire him. I didn't anything. He's. I don't agree with the, him the way he's been going about <laughs> writing just, to these women. But not to get into the whole thing, but just for somebody like myself and whoever's listening now, the the short version of what this is about. What the oh fuck yeah, yeah. Is oh, about? Sorry. That would yeah. Help. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking right. Kurt. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I'm talking yes. about. Yes, uh, Kurt. Uh, how would you? I, I'll describe like and again. This. If it's a big thing, you don't got to go. No, through no, the whole no, thing. no, no, no. But you're right. This. I, I forget that we're just not. There are people listening. <laughs> Uh, there was a comedian who was accused of raping girls and an oh, improv an guy. An improv guy, yes. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yes. insult the comedian. Sorry. An Please. improv guy. Please. And um, I think that Kurt kind of was going after the mentality that bloggers have of convicting someone without knowing a lot of the facts. And he kind of addressed it angrily as opposed to. Um, doing it a different way. That that was, I think, oh, okay. is that a fair way to, to sum it up uh, that he kind of did that? Because um, he wasn't attacking the victims at all and he all never right. meant it to be an attack on victims. It was never intended yeah. to be that. I talked what, to him. Did, like, he no. do, did he do an off color joke about it? No, no, no. He I'm wasn't sorry. Joking, right? No, he wasn't joking. He, he was... Um, I don't know. You guys should have him on to talk about it. Yeah, but, but the way that, that it involved me was people were very upset with how he... 
you know, what he was tweeting and stuff. And so they looked to me. They're like, you're his boss. You employ someone that says this. And mm. and so for years they've been asking me to, to fire him. And um, Isn't it weird how they come for the job? Like all of a sudden. Like yeah, that's be- such an awful. Like if you said something crazy, they wouldn't go to Kurt and go, you work for someone who said something. It's like. Right. I don't know why they connect to people who are connected in a working relationship, but I'm not responsible for what Colin Quinn says or any of these. I think you should be. I would love to be. (laughs) I would love to be. Stop biting your fingers, stupid. It's not catching on. Oh, God. Stop shadow boxing. Everyone knows you're weak. Oh, it really is. (laughs) Shadow boxing. Yeah, he really, he has fucking. Yeah, Yeah, he has. has We. I've been boxing with him. He's terrible. Oh, he's terrible, right? He's terrible. He's a terrible non-athletic <laughs> man, but he thinks he's like a street kid who's just kind of aging now. Yeah, Colin really is no. finished. Uh, so, and then shadow boxing is rough. Is yeah, that's funny. Colin. That's how you know a shitty comedian, by the way. Shadow boxing before that. You you allude yep. to that in the book too. Yes. When they when they're getting ready to go on, they have like a ritual. They got to get ready to. That made pow. me stop. I it did, like, right? That's disgusting. Yeah. I read this too. Uh, you you talked about a comic, and I met you around like, right after last comic standing. Or maybe a year or two after that, you said a comic told you you didn't deserve to move on. Yeah, while I was on Last Comic Standing. What was the situation with that? Really annoyed me reading that. It was um, so during Last Comic, you have these challenges, and uh, it was this challenge where it was like we were supposed to have to go in a room, we had like a minute to make these the models from Deal or No Deal laugh, and so we all were preparing and we're writing kind of for that audience, and we went in and it was the girls at one at a time. We didn't get to see each other go, and it's just like. One model from Deal or No Deal. And then the next room you walk in, it was supposed to be more of those models, but it was a nun. And then the next room was a clown and then a drill sergeant. It was so they, you know, kind of threw threw a fast one. And uh, we had to just on our feet come up with a joke that would make a nun laugh and whatever. So we didn't see each other go. And so there were, I think, six of us left. And I won that challenge. They, they all voted and I won. And... Uh, and which meant I was going to be in the final five, which meant I get to got to go on this tour where we'd make a bunch of money. And so one of the comics leaned over and he's like, you don't deserve it. And he um, wasn't kidding or being a ball breaker. He like no. really meant it. Yeah. Really Where is he now? He, he works. He's, a he's not on UFC Unfiltered with That's me and Jimmy. Right. I'll tell you right he's now. He's not living the high life no. like me in here. No, no it's depressed Amy. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's in here with us. And what, what, he's I'm still, sorry. So he's, he's still working comic. Yeah. Have you seen him since? Mm-hmm. Has he approached you or ever apologized for that or does he pretend it didn't happen? Um, I think he apologized. We were on the road together then for like three months. Good. Do you dislike him? No. Oh, you're okay with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a bigger person than me, Amy. Fuck Physically? that Physically? Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> fucking, absolutely not. But maybe Jimmy, but what the heck. But uh, right what was now. I going to say? You're from you're from Long Island. Yeah. I'm from Long Island. Stop. Not that you would know that. Oh, no, get out of here. Get out of town. Rockville Center. Yeah. Do you ever hear of a band called Taking Back Sunday? By you know chance? I have. Mark right. O'Connell is one Mark's of my best Mark's a buddy friends. of yours. Yeah. One of my students, purple under me, Sean Cooper. Oh, yeah. The, oh, what a sweet guy. Sweet what guy. What a great guy. Sean Cooper. Yeah, you know, the, and I was worried about bringing this up, Jimmy, because people go Hi. all the time. Well, people come up to me and they go, hey, you know a buddy of mine, uh, Joe. I go, oh, Joe. Yeah. I, oh, Joe. And no, I pretend like I know like him. that's like a real Yeah. Well, they told friend. me because yeah. on the way in, I was getting, and I go, look, I go, uh, I gave him a call. 
Sean? I called up my buddy Nicky Knuckles. We call him Nicky Knuckles. He's got yeah. Nicky Lamagna. Uh, uh, we call him Nicky Knuckles. He lost half his hand. He's Sean's best friend. You went to school. Why with would him you call him that if he lost half his hand? Because we're fucked up. Guy You're who not in the nice marsh- guy who doesn't understand no, no, he's one of, yeah, call him that? <laughs> no, no, Nicky Lamagna. Lamagna. He's one of my. Uh, he's one of my brown belts. He's good, tough little fucker. Mm-hmm. And he's but he's best friends with Sean Cooper, who's uh. The bassist in um, Taking Back Sunday. You ever hear Taking Back Sunday? No. I bet they've the, been on the show like nine times. Get with they the probably, fucking... Obi probably knows who they are. I don't know who oh, they are. Yeah. shit, man. No, they're good. Yeah, oh, they're, they're great. Sound, oh, yeah. No, they're yeah, Mark good. was my best friend. Oh, we're yeah, that's all good. So yeah. thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Because I was like, listen, I go, I'm going to go see you now. So oh, what the God, fuck? What is Did that? Did you hear that? Amy, you got an upset stomach? Sorry, guys. What was that? So I was going in. I called him. I go, is she going to know you? Because I'm going to mention you. And they go, no, no, she knows us. I blew it. Oh, yeah, should have iced you. So I'm no. glad. All right. I'm so you not from the- Long Island. Bye. <laughs> you have family there still or no? Yeah, um, yes. Yes. Yeah? My mom's still there, Long Beach, and my friends are all Let me tell there. you something. I got a school in Levittown, New York, a jiu-jitsu school, kickboxing. I'm not trying to sell you on a membership. I'm confused about what you're talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> fucking martial arts. You think I'm coming to a jiu-jitsu class well, on I, Long Island? You, you got a free are class. You, you can't even get me to go, and I'm your partner. No, I can't, like, touch, like... Below my knees. I am not no, in no, any no, condition. No. Gr- girls like the kickboxing better. They I don't... taught kickboxing in college. So what the fuck? So why would you be offended? Because college was a long time ago. Well, do you Please, know how to kickbox? No. How'd you no. teach it? I well, you got certified. To... I paid money and they gave me a certificate. Oh, that's fucking great. No, I, I know how to teach kickboxing. I don't know how to All kickbox. Right. Can you well, listen, if you're ever interested. I can't fight. Look, I, you're, you're seeing a whole life for me. That's not happening. <laughs> no, boxing. I can, I can box. All right. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. Uh, she just said she went boxing with Colin Quinn. Yeah, but Colin Quinn is not exactly the, the guy you think <laughs> of when you think of comedians who can fight. You think of Rogan. Keith Robinson thinks he can... Keith Robinson, the oxygen stealer, as I like to refer to him, <laughs> he can't box. He, he one time sucker punched me right in the gut. Oh, the round was cool. over, and he punched me in the gut. Wait, so you, wait, you were sparring him? Yes. Who's this guy? He's Keith a comedian. Robinson. Of course yeah. you haven't heard of him. I hope funny. he's tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really just made a lot of comedians happy. Who is he? Who is he? Oh, a blow for all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's sparring Annie. I mean, what the hell is that? <laughs> they were playing? Well, anyway, if you're ever visiting and you want to just... If I'm ever in Levittown, I'm wearing a gi. Should I come in there? <laughs> if you ever... Or tie shorts. <laughs> okay. All right. I, just putting it out there. Right, you never well. know. Listen, there's fun ways Did to you just... read my book, The Girl with the Lower Back You know what's funny? Tattoo? He gave me one copy. Yes, okay, Not that's the, very funny. And I have it. And, and you it's have in my bathroom. It. I didn't read it yet. My wife probably thinks I'm whacking off to it, Amy. I'm not trying to she, get vulgar. Yeah, if she reads five she, pages, she probably looks in there not. and it's like, what's the book... Uh, so I'm gonna read it for sure. Okay, it's you. right next to my toilet. And that's it's where really, it's, it's honestly really good. It's like I, I wouldn't want to bash my friend anyway, but it's actually really funny. Thank you. The fucking I, there's just some laugh <laughs> I love out loud your books. stuff. Thank you, you know that the book, the line about uh, the dating advice expert, <laughs> and uh, and uh, she said uh, I, I asked her if I should uh, push his head down so fast it was like I'm setting off dynamite. Was that <laughs> what a <laughs> visceral? Ooh, that's shit. Yeah. <laughs> there was some really really funny stuff in it, and, and uh, I think this is a lot of shit. I didn't know about you. Like, I didn't. You consider yourself an introvert. Like that was shocking to me. Isn't that funny though? That like we're. I, I consider you one of my best friends, but there's so much that we don't know about each what other would you because like to we're know always about nothing. Me. Like honestly, nothing. Right, whatever. <laughs> nothing else. But it's just so funny because we. Um, yeah, we just spend so much time together. But like, I like I don't know if you went to college. Like you know these things that you just don't. You do know I didn't like, go to ins- college. My yeah. instincts say no. You know they say like grade five is where you where you left it off. But um. Is that more but, about alone time? Like you want some just your alone yeah, time? Yeah, I need to recharge. But it's like, I love sitting at the table and being with 
us. Yeah. And like, I, you see me interact with, I'm very bad at interacting with other people. There's, she has this amazing <laughs> ability to, to I, like her embracing of uncomfortable. Like it was, it's before the fame. It wasn't like, well, you got famous and right, changed. It's like, always people who don't way. like you, it's like, she's been shitty for a long time. <laughs> it's this a bit like, there's a sign at the comedy cellar that says comedy cellar comedians only and it's in a piece of plastic and comedians look at it and only comedians who work there will 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 sit there but some audience member came and sat down or was being oh do you god know, i don't know they were being uncomfortable and no uh, it was a comic but it they was were, a comic but they just weren't past there yeah and they started just bothering people and she took the sign the plastic sign and went oh excuse me and clipped it <laughs> and they looked at the sign and they left and it wasn't a joke and I was so fucking uncomfortable. Your uh, ability to do that, I, I really admire that. Thank you. Wait, it, like, wait, what did the sign say? What I just missed? Comedy cellar comedians only. Oh, that's fucking great. And that person didn't work at the cellar and they were being annoying so she just, she clapped oh, down the plastic. If, imagine being able to impress Jim Norton with being shitty and making people uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it is a real, like, when, when Jimmy gets delighted, the shittier I am. Like, Keith, our friend, or, d- does he talk about what happened this year? That he was hurt? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Keith had okay, a stroke. Okay, so Keith yeah. had a stroke. And so we were all at the cellar, and um, he was using a cane at the time, um, which we always pictured him with anyway. Absolutely. So it's strange. Yeah. He should have got one in 1994. <laughs> right. It's just like, what was he waiting for? And so then he... He, like so I reach for his cane and he thinks I'm going to hand it to him but instead I threw it on the ground and Jimmy's eyes like lit up like a kid on Christmas morning and he's like what a piece of shit and I was like yes I am <laughs> but it's just awesome. but yeah if if it's not um I really like to talk to other comics yeah and that's and that's like all I but I like need a lot of alone time. There's a weird thing with comics too. Like I love being around comedians as well. But then there's the, there's a neediness from certain guys who you don't know. Like when people come over and they want shit. Like that. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean comedians that, that are your friends like. that we like and who, yeah, who who can't benefit. That's why it's like, I remember when I first met Louis, he was like kind of shitty to me and he should have been because I wanted something from right. him. Like I don't even know what it was, but uh. you can feel that. So it's like. Yeah, I like don't blame him at all for being, you know, kind of cold to me because I needed something. Yeah, was. and it's funny like these things that you do that make you you or like w- when you get really famous, all of a sudden they can become an, like an issue. Like, well, why would she say that? Or why it's like right. it's kinda, it sucks just to be on guard all the time. Yeah, like I anything will not be you sad say, when it's over. people yeah. grab right, it's and that's a pressure. Story. Yeah, and it'll it's not even like the thing I think it will be. You know, it's like. No controversy has come up so far where I thought, yeah, I deserved that. Like the things that have come up for me over the years, what like the first one was that roast joke that I said to Steve O. That's right. And that was like, you know, my first like death threat oh, city. And then can't wait to hear that one. Oh god. <laughs> then, um, <laughs> All right, you can tell me later. It's fine. Yeah. And then and then the the joke stealing thing, which I was like, that just couldn't be further from the truth. That's yeah. insane. Um, that me, one hurt me being you too, didn't it? Yeah, that one really hurt because, you know, I'm like, say I'm whatever, say I'm I'm fat, I'm a slut, whatever you want, but like, I'm a comedian first before I'm a slut and I'm fat. I'm a comedian, <laughs> and it was just like the that's such an allegation that can stick with you, and it's just so untrue that just really bummed me out. And uh, and it was from a guy yeah. that you love, and people who don't know it was it was, it was uh, about Patrice, a guy that you love very much, and I know you yeah. loved him, and I know he respected you, and that was why me people thought oh, you just stick up for Amy because you're friends. It's like I was friends with Patrice too, and uh, he really respected you. Yeah, he, he, you were his best friend, like one of them, yeah. Bobby Kelly. A lot of us were very right. close. But anyway, it's like the th- the thought that I caught that that joke he told in Montreal in 2007 or something. Like I, I didn't happen to catch that set, um, 
but uh, that I would like see it and be like, oh, I'm going to close my special with that. Patri-. Like the, just the, all the different little allegations were crazy. And and yeah, it was just such a bummer. But I really appreciate you letting me come on your podcast to talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah, one of, of those things, Jimmy. You tell me you don't even watch other comedians because you're afraid I'm something afraid of at all is similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be like, oh, he said that thing about the wall. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's really weird. Like, you, or is there anything worse than when you see something like conceptually, like with Trump, there's only so many jokes with Hillary. Right. When you see something like, God, I thought I was great, and I see somebody else doing something really close but better, and it I know I didn't. just happened s- to me with Mulaney. Oh. Uh, yeah, Mulaney, John Mulaney has, has, like, he has the best Trump stuff. I um, haven't seen his Trump stuff. I don't want to. It's so good. It's, it's older, but he can definitely bring it back sure. right now. And then also, um, I do a little thing on Family Feud, and his is so far superior uh, to what I'm doing. I'm still doing it, but it hurts the whole time I'm saying the words. Yeah, because you know? you're like, but, there's something so much better yeah, being done. Yeah, he really figured this out, and I'm just wasting these people's time. Yeah, I have a really good Trump joke. I, I say something about his hair. It's you know, it's really funny. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> oh, that's amazing. A, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really a wow, good Jimmy, one. That's great. Um, I wanted to ask you too about your family because uh, oh, you, you, no, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. You're really I'm close. Just eat my feelings over here. No, you go ahead and enjoy. <laughs> but I was just kind of interested to read yeah. what you said about uh, them being having money when you were. I never knew that you had money when you were a kid. I seem like I've always been poor. I have that energy about me. Right? It, it's a beautiful. <laughs> it's a really a beautiful embracing of white trash. No, you've always. I am trash. You yeah. don't come off as somebody who comes from money. I was shocked mm, to read that. No, um, because. Any, you know, by the time I was at an age where I would have remembered it, we were broke. So we were really rich. Like, we were really rich until I was like nine or 10 and then lost everything. How did you lose everything? Oh, shit. My dad had all his money from this business um, called Lewis of London, which was a baby furniture company that, like, uh, imported furniture from Italy. So if you're, you wanted a crib from Milan or some bullshit. And, um, um, nobody else was doing that, and so he kind of had the monopoly on it, and and so people were, it was making a lot of money, and then other people started doing it, and it was at the same time, so the business like thinned out, and he was diagnosed with MS like right then, oh, and so he couldn't even like work really because he, he was in the hospital, and um, yeah, and they lost they lost everything. Are you my serious? manager, my manager has the Call worst. Him. I mean, pick it up. It's it's like a movie theater. Don't you shut the ring. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Jonathan, you're on the podcast uh, real quick. Hi, you're Jonathan. On, Amy Schumer says hello. I'm Matt, Sarah. Open up about her father. I just wanted you to know the horrible timing you have. Is, is Amy Fuck. is talking about her, her dad getting MS and then you call. Losing his job. I mean, this is... I'm sorry. That's okay. You're, it's like my dad getting MS all over again. We get a phone call right now. Yeah, good timing. Thanks a lot for... Sorry. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you later, okay? Thanks for nothing, Jonathan. Okay, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, goodbye. It's okay. I should have had my... i tell you why I have my phone on. It's, it's like a movie That's totally theater. my fault. No, no. I have my phone on because... the hell out of you were in a movie theater. Ozzy Osbourne is in town, and just in case he calls, I you have... You are such a loser. I know. I can't believe I know, you. I know. What a loser. He's not going to call. I know he's not. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's, he's not that into you. Sure. It's actually Sharon said to me uh, that Ozzy will call you tomorrow. I talked to her last week about something. Keep your phone on. What are you doing? He's not going to call me. Your hero's in town. Keep your phone on. It's a good chance. Um, I mean, no one thinks he's going to call you. He's not going to call me. I don't want to... Be the one who... No, 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 that'd be okay. It would be actually perfect if Jonathan's phone call spoiled my Ozzy <laughs> phone call. So your dad, uh, you found out your dad had... had how did he find out? Was it a random test or was there was something wrong with him? No, he was like getting some numbness and, and tingling and pain in his, in his toes and his fingers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Is he doing it right now or is he... No! Oh, okay. He's a jack-o'-lantern. It's over. <laughs> but no, he's, he's getting... Um, <laughs> 
he lives in a he lives in a, a really nice uh, facility now to, um, in Manhattan, and he's um he's getting stem cells. We found a doctor to give him. It's the only FDA approved guy in, in New York, or not in New York, in the country, who can give stem cells. So we'll see. I mean, he's every day. I go when I go see him when I'm in town. I walk in and he's pounding red wine oh, really? and i'm like dad nice. i don't know who keeps giving it to him but he has it's like prison oh. and he has his network yeah i'm um, just you know i'm like Ugh, you're, you're stem cells you're getting stem cells and you black out by 4 p.m every day but what do you does the wine hurt or it doesn't help or hurt no it, it does hurt it's it supposed to be good for your you're heart, supposed to get your body ready they say it's like you want to put the stel- the stem cells in good soil and he's like soiling himself oh okay so <laughs> yeah it's, it's hard to get people past especially past a certain age to stop <clears throat> If they're drinking, you know, it's kind of hard to tell someone, like, you got to stop at this point. Like me. Yeah, it's hard, right? It's hard. You're a huge drinker. You're a big <laughs> drinker? Mm, no. I'll drink, like... Social? No. I, I don't like... <laughs> alone. When you're <laughs> at, home, at home being yeah. an introvert, you... Yeah, no, I like to... I don't drink alone. I drink with, um, like, a friend or yeah. whoever's over. Um, or, uh, you know, it's like, I'll have, I'll have, like, two glasses of wine yeah. most nights. If I have more than that, it's like... Oh. It's a party. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. You said blackout a lot in the book so far. You, you, yeah. you did a few blackout writers. I bl- oh, well, I used to black out a lot. What's the longest you went away for? Like, just the night, or did you ever have like a couple of days? Oh, no, I never had a couple of days. <laughs> just one night? Just a couple hours. Uh, scary, yeah. though, right? It's terrifying. Yeah, that, that should be a warning sign. Like, oh, that's bad news. It's more than a warning sign. It actually causes brain damage. Yeah. Like, I'm sure I'm brain damaged. You think? Yeah. <laughs> when when did you get the lower back tattoo? Oh God, I was eighteen. <laughs> and you knew what it was. You knew what what the hell they call that thing. I don't know. It's like I kind of think Can when I think it? of a tramp stamp, I think of like that circular one right in the middle. Oh, the tramp stamp. You know what I mean? That's what I think of when I, I think of the word tramp I, stamp. I fought a guy named Frank Trigg. You know Frank Trigg? Mm-hmm. No, big time shit talker. And he had a back tattoo, and he had a lower back tattoo. I, I fucking tortured him. <laughs> I go, listen, he's calling me a midget. He's calling me Snooky from fucking uh, Jersey oh Shore. God. I go, dude, I win automatic. You got a lower back tattoo. You, you got have. a tramp step. I win. Bang, yeah, that's it. it's true. I, I just, it was an automatic fucking KO. Mm-hmm. I couldn't come back from it. He's like, oh, I got my, my whole back. I go, you started off. You started low, and you added up. <laughs> it don't count. When you someone fuck. tries to defend it, then you know <laughs> He's, he's trying powerless. to defend it. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. And then I laid that motherfucker out, which is even better. Yeah. This is not about me. Can we get back? To Amy. It's still interesting. No, I'm sorry. I like yeah. learning about everybody in the room. It's nice. Well, no. you haven't asked him any questions. I know. Yeah, about we know. Him. We just like really? to yell at him. What would you like when to our tell coffee's us? not yeah, here? Talk to us, Chris. I got a dolphin on my lower back. Do you really? Oh my god! No. Can you imagine? Oh. No. <laughs> That'll be amazing. Yeah, I never got a tattoo. I'm just too. In- I wanted to get Ozzy on my knuckles when I was 17. Um, Good thing you thought about that. Yeah. yeah. I really. Would. I'm glad Fuck. I didn't, but I kind of wish it I did. It would kind of be fine if you did. It would work, right? You don't think it'd be douchey if I went and did it now? No. I mean, no. I think I I can't believe he talks to you like that. What he's not creeped fuck? out. Well, he hasn't you know? so far this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sharon pushed. I'll go ahead. Call him. Like, yeah. He doesn't seem too eager to be on the phone with me. No. Um, Have you met people that you've loved? Because that's one of the funnest parts about being in the business is you meet people who you admire and who you love. And sometimes they know who you are. Yeah, and that's, it's pretty that's, amazing. That's good and yeah. bad, though. You yeah. Know? Meeting your heroes can be really disappointing. Uh-huh. I'm, glad I, like I'm glad I like Amy already, though. <laughs> I do. Because I was worried about her coming in. I go, I'm, really? I love Trainwreck. That was oh, fucking great. You. And I especially love Jimmy that. got cut out of Trainwreck. Yes, he did. I heard. I heard. <laughs> By the way, here's the worst part about being cut out oh. is when Obama said what, how much he liked the movie. Uh-huh. I was oh, like, my God. oh, no. That's all right. He probably wouldn't. Imagine if he had said he loved the movie, but he hated that scene. Except for that one scene. Yeah, that was. Is it on the DVD? 
I don't know. I think um, so. I bet it's on the DVD. Probably. Um, but that, maybe Obama watched the DVD. With oh, I'm sure he loved the extras. I think even Michelle commented. <laughs> the extras were particularly good. Yeah. So you, you've you met people that were, were great and people that were disappointing? I haven't had many yeah. disappointing. I've had a couple. I, uh, you know who I just met and I like fell in love with? Gail King. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, I've never, you know, haven't had an opinion about, but I just... Loved her and Goldie Hawn. I just got to work with all summer. I was just reading that. I love her. How's that? That's that movie you could. We talk just about? finished it. Yeah, I could talk about it. She, um, yeah, like I just because she hasn't love done nothing her. in like what fourteen years she or something. Took her, mm-hmm. yeah, she, did she kind of semi retire or? I don't know if she went into it thinking that, but just I guess so because she was just like I'm not doing anything, and then uh, I just kept on like running into her at events and just like asking her to do it <laughs> to do this movie and um. She's great, but man. She's awesome. Fucking she's... overboard. You ever see overboard? Of you ever course. see overboard? I fucking you love it. You ever see overboard? overboard. Well, no, I, I didn't. I'm sorry. Jimmy, for at let's you. Okay. watch overboard right now. Overboard's great. Let's watch it on the podcast. I watched that it. as a kid. I, I love the Seems that like movie. old times. That's Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. I like that one with oh, Charles Grodin and Chevy Chase. That was the one with uh with fucking Private Benjamin with her. That's the one. There's another one with Chevy Chase when she was when he's a fucking private eye and fucking and there was a fucking albino that was the fucking villain. I swear, I'm not making this shit up. I Come believe on. you. You know what I'm. I would help you with that. Producer, can you make Are you me sure not the so- albino wasn't the love interest? <laughs> oh no, man, he was fucking creepy. I saw this one as a kid. What the hell's the name of this now, movie? Now, see, I said that like there will be an albino. Like, oh no, they're like, gonna be marching. They're gonna be marching no, you're gonna get Amy Schumer bullies albino, and I won't see them. <laughs> That's fucking. Great. Are you talking about foul play? Foul play, yes, motherfucker! Foul play. Wow. That's a great movie. Call. I fucking love that movie. I haven't seen. I don't know if it holds up. I haven't seen it in ages. But you ever hear Foul Play? Yeah, okay. I don't think I've ever seen it. It was good. I mean, I saw it as Jimmy, a child. You've seen Overboard. I don't know if I've Kurt seen it. Russell or not. Kurt and Russell. Kurt Russell. I like. She Kurt loses Russell. her memory. She's on a boat and she's rich and she loses her memory. And he's like, "Yeah, you're my wife." So he goes to collect her at the hospital because he. So was then always- she'll work for him, kind of, and make up like all the because he did all this work on her boat. Yeah. Oh, know? she was a real bitch. She lost. She had. She got uh, amnesia. She fell over the fucking thing. So he went to collect her. To collect her, he went to pick her up at the hospital, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's my wife." And they couldn't stand her at the fucking hospital, so they let her come home. I'm giving you the whole plot of the fucking. Do you know? Movie. But isn't it weird though? Like he's uh, probably trying to fuck her. Isn't it oh, weird? No, he was... wasn't trying to. Oh well. Here and there. No, I'm no. not right. Oh, you're no, <laughs> not he, right away. But he was. She was kind of like, "Why don't we ever have sex?" And he's like, "Oh, you're back. You an injury. He wasn't. It, there was no. That wasn't I gotta a part go. of it. I don't know about that, Amy. No. I think that he was. No, in, you're, I think you're, one you day twisted he, it. Maybe you I am jerked sick, off maybe, to it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I have my own little sick little uh, fantasies with that movie. No. But I think he was like, oh, he's, well, you're day, mixing up to him. You're crossing that with the woodsman. You're just fucking. <laughs> 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 I never seen that one, but I, heard, a, I know the premise. I know the premise. Oh, yeah. But anyway, that Overboard that was a fucking gem. It's a great yeah. movie. Are you afraid of doing anything like now? Like uh, this is the thing you told me. Like you did a joke and you're like they're gonna protest. Like doesn't that suck having to even think about that? Even yeah. though you're still doing what you do, like it's- yeah, it does suck. But it's but it's not the thing that you would think it would be. It's like my um, I just did a book signing, and um, in the middle of it, these like four people come in yelling. Protesting with signs about me wearing a Canada Goose coat, <clears throat> and um, I got you know I get sent free shit, and sure. so they sent uh, they sent me a coat. It was warm, and then um, like two weeks after I had it, I found out they were like, oh, like coyotes, they like rape them or skin them or something. I don't know. They were like they're mean to coyotes, <laughs> you know. Like, God forbid. I'm not sure. laughing about them raping the coyotes. I'm so just- I just don't remember <laughs> what the thing was, but it's like they're not nice to coyotes. So I stopped wearing it, and that was it. Like 
and yeah. but these people, Amy, where are the Canada Goose Call in the middle of this, uh, you know, this like Barnes and Noble in Union Square, and um, it's just so. I was like, yeah, no, I, I found out that they were not good with animals, so I stopped wearing it. And they're just, ah, like, it's just but crazy. But they're unreasonable, right? Like, they wouldn't hear the fact They, they that didn't it, want to talk. It wasn't about that. It was, it was about, about getting themselves yeah. seen and heard. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. got to be frustrating, too, when people are using you. Yeah, you and no matter how them. logical you are, it doesn't matter. Right. It's not going to save it. It doesn't matter. They're not there to communicate or actually, cha- like, fix the problem. Have you had that where you... It you're... would be smart if they tried to recruit me to help them instead right. of, you know, just come in and be disruptive to a book signing. Yeah. What is letting it you know? This? Like, did you know that this is what happens type of thing? Or kind of say it in a nice way instead of saying, you suck. Or just You're screaming. wearing a fucking goose jacket. <laughs> it was, like, so weird. It was, like... But they, they seemed, like, very, very mentally disturbed. Well, that's how it is that a lot of the people who are involved in a group with special interests. Yeah. yeah, it's like they don't care about what's right or wrong. They have an idea of what you've done in their heads, and that's what they're going to address. Right. You never Usually, hear a friend say, oh, I met her at a protest. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And we're doing great. Yeah. No, we were across the fence from each other, yeah. but we realized we had other things <laughs> in common. Perfect. I'm pro-life. She's pro-choice. But so what? We both enjoy <laughs> the movies. Yeah, it's kind of difficult to uh, to always have to watch what you're saying and always yeah. have to watch because somebody's going to grab it and run with it. But I also don't want to be too careful. Like I want to be real about what I like, what I stand for, and what I support. So, um, you know, and I know there are consequences to that. But so, you know, I I just like want to just keep being honest as I can, but not. But not be, but like not be careless, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it, no matter what stance you take, no matter what, it, like you happen to be anti-gun. If you were pro-gun, you'd have just as many people criticizing you. There's literally right. no way. But to, even saying anti-gun, I, I I feel like I have to be very clear that I'm not anti-gun. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know. Okay. It, it's okay. It's like I I want to I want to help uh, end gun violence. I want to help keep hands out of dangerous right. people that that can through these loopholes still get them pretty easily. Right. Um. But like I totally believe in the right to bear arms and I don't want to take away anyone's guns and neither do the people I'm working with. And even after you've clarified that. They don't like, care. They, still, they don't care, they, right? They can't hear it. It's it's like this block where they're just like, no, she wants to take all our guns. It's like, no, I just don't think that people on the terrorist watch list should be able to buy guns and I don't think that people who can't see should be able to buy guns. And and no matter what no matter how nicely you say that, you're going to get shit for saying that <laughs> and I'm going to get shit for not arguing for yeah. 3 hours. It's it's you can't win. There are states where if you're blind, you can buy a gun. And like I I, I don't know, like I'm just like is it am I like am I like a crazy cunt that I think that's not a good idea? Uh, no, not for that's that reason. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Stevie wonders like just pack it and you're like, "Okay, like, what are you going to, what? It's so crazy. And it's, you said something when, when you were on my show, we were talking about, you said, I'm newly famous. Right. Like, and it was really interesting to hear that. Like, it's like, you don't have a whole lifetime of practice in, right. in, in, in making every person happy with no, what I've been you say an publicly. asshole for 35 years, yeah. and now all of a sudden I'm supposed to be like a politician. Man, fuck that. I mean, everybody's so politically correct and trying not to step on toes. And I heard uh, you were doing something on on the other show with Opie, and it was uh, when you were talking about Jerry Seinfeld, talking about how everybody he went to the college. Definitely, yes. yeah, right or wrong? I was yeah, listening absolutely, to that. Absolutely, yeah. And how he was bringing up about Seth Meyers while he was being like, he was a little. Uh, 
he was a little on the, uh, he was worried about, he said something and then he brought it back and then Jerry kind of quizzed them on it. Everybody is so fucking uptight and afraid to offend somebody. Like, and he, you can't even make a joke without somebody getting fucking offended. You should be who you are and be unapologetic as long as you don't have bad intentions. Yeah, as long as you don't feel like you're wrong. I mean, if you feel like you're wrong, you can say yeah. you're sorry, but if you don't feel yeah. like you're, have you said anything that you, I, I've said things in my second book. It came from a place of, that's why I understand Kurt, because I've written stuff from a, from anger perspective, and I look back on it, and I'm like, I wish I would have said that smarter, mm. or been funnier, and yeah. not been so hard and driving a point home. It should have just been a fucking funnier book that I yeah. mocked things. Um, well, you know what? It's like, I don't regret, I don't regret saying it, um, because it was a joke, and it was a roast, and whatever, but I, you know, the joke that I said about, to Steve-O, was that, one of the jackass guys, Ryan Dunn, had just died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to Steve-O, I know you must, be, uh, you must be thinking it could have been me. And I know we're all thinking, why wasn't it? Yeah. Which is a very typical <laughs> roast yeah, was it a little, Great Was joke. it too soon when it happened type of thing? Right. It was so, before it happened. Yeah, it was, <laughs> right, it was day of. No, but it's of. like, um, yeah. I didn't write that joke. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know enough about, like, I didn't know that that was his best friend. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, sure. so yeah, had yeah, I known that was his best friend yeah. or like, I just, you know, I'm right. I'm trying to write roast jokes, whatever. Yeah, but it is a roast though. It's right? a roast. Doesn't yeah. So, I mean, that's fucking... like kind of the closest, but anything that I've ever yeah. said, if it's hurt someone's actual feelings, yeah. that I, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. No, of course. It's not like you have Captain Kirk on there. You're talking about the, his wife in the pool or anything. You know, there's got to be a line. Yeah, of course. But it's like, Jimmy, <laughs> like you, I taught me a lot about writing just with your references and obviously about being a comedian altogether. But one of my favorite lines from Jimmy's book, um, you were talking, it was like a, about a, the Yankees and you're talking about a pitcher and you said that guy has more trouble finding the plate than Karen Carpenter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. No? I I might have been talking about myself when I was pitching as a kid. Maybe. You might have been talking uh, about myself when I kept... I still just like... Thank you. Yeah, I kept walking people. But so I I wrote this piece about... uh, In my book about my... I've only had one one night stand and it was in Tampa. So I wrote in the book like I was flying from one horrendous city to another from Fayetteville, North Carolina to Tampa. And so now all of Tampa is very upset and they're sending me a lot of misspelled tweets. Um, they're like, if you, you know, I always have fun in Tampa. Sure. I'm from Long Island. Like, I don't know if you mm. have Long Island pride. I, I don't. Like, I shit on Long Island every chance I get. Like, sure. I'm Strong just like, Island. Oh, but you don't have the pride? No, dude, I don't. It's like, we've tried to secede. Like, Long Island is crazy. <laughs> Um, but I'm, never, yeah, I'm but, never leaving there, by the way. Right, but, uh, but no, I have a whole city. Uh, I mean, uh, Tampa is furious with me right now, just for mocking the spelling of a tweet. No, for for writing in my book like a horrendous city. Oh, it's like oh, okay, they're not mad about the tweets line. No, okay. wait, you said you only had one night, one one night stand. Yeah, That's so why you why right? you were saying you were a slut then? Joking, are you joking around, of course. All women are sluts. You yeah. didn't know that. Add a girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking a good no, philosophy. It's, um, I don't know. But I mean, sorry. It's okay. I've had, I've had sex with like over two dozen people. Um, I talk about this, like the sexual experiences I've had. So just hearing them all gr- like loop, chunk together, I, it, people, it sounds like I've had a lot of sex. Uh, and so I'll talk the- about, you know, whatever, come and how I want to come yeah. and... And that makes people like that makes them think because you're talking about because it. you're talking about every, it they yeah. think oh this girl like, yeah but meanwhile it's everything girls talk about amongst themselves anyway every girl from Long Island fuck yeah <laughs> that's what that's all my true. friends were like too you know but it's just still it's still that we want this you know this Madonna whore thing from what's women the, what's the longest uh, relationship you had 
uh, four years. Oh, that's I've been in a couple long. four year relationships. Yeah, like I've, I'm a girl who's like pretty much always had a boyfriend. Yeah. 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 But then you know, in between boyfriends, I would have sex with somebody or or two people or you know, I would date like just whatever. See. 35, it's going to add up. You talked about your first experience, too. Like, I didn't know that. That was a really uncomfortable experience. I talked about that on the show. Did you really? Mm -hmm. With with us? Yeah, maybe you weren't there that day. I might not have. I probably. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't. I think I wasn't. I think that's the day I was shooting with. uh, I had one line in Ricky Gervais's movie. I played a, a male prostitute. Whoa, what a stretch. Yeah, it was so really cute. How did you get into the Did well, you study think. a lot of people? <laughs> well, let's think about this. Let's talk about Jimmy as a male prostitute or hear about Amy's first sexual experience. Jimmy, talk about your male well, no, shit. No, it wasn't a good yeah. experience, oh, though. Oh, it wasn't that's, a good experience. That's what I was shocked to read. Like, I oh. didn't, that was something else I didn't know about you, that it was like an unpleasant... Oh, I thought you were talking about shooting the Ricky Gervais movie. I thought you were saying it was an unpleasant experience. <laughs> no, that was oh. really fun. Yeah. I, um, the way I lost my virginity... Yeah, I wrote. I write about it in yeah. the book, and I talked about it on your show. Oh, now, now I got to read the fucking book. Please read the I'm book. Inside, I don't even say anymore. I want to. I want to. Did that mess you it. up at all? Yes, it did. Right? Of course. Oh. Yeah. See, now, now I don't even know what to say. Is it is it a force type of thing? Or no, is it a- it's just one of those things that a guy will do that you don't think is wrong if you're a drunk guy, and then you look back on it and you go, wow, that was fucking crazy. Oh, wow. I've never done it. But What, well, chap- actually- what chapter is this in? <laughs> um, my, I don't know. I don't know what it's called, Losing My Virginity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is a dead giveaway. Yeah, you, it's not tough. This this book's pretty clear. Yeah. Do you feel, this is a stupid question, but do you feel like, because uh, people put so much responsibility, Amy's a spokesperson for this, Amy's a spokesperson, and you never went out and lobbied to be that. Like, no, you never but I'm going to start lobbying for Canada Goose if these people show up again I'm going to drape myself in, I'm going to wear a coyote suit I'm going to skin a coyote and wear a suit if they come to another event yeah that's a little annoying right <laughs> yeah I was like get out of here I wore the coat for two weeks oh, oh they came to an event they tried yeah, to make a oh, book signing uh, people uh, man go fuck yourself it was so annoying but wait, what were you asking, Jimmy? Uh, about the, uh, the being a spokesperson for things and, and oh, for yeah. women and for this and that. And it's like, you do it well because you just talk about yourself and your own flaws. But it's it's weird to hear them expecting you to... Right. Like to, comment or... Or take a position or, or, or defend this or to comment on bullying or these things that like, all right, I'm just kind of living my life. Yeah. I'm like, that's not my thing. Like, my thing is trying to make... Um, people feel better about themselves by how awful (laughs) my life has been Um, and feel less embarrassed about their... I mean, like, all the things that you've done for me, like, you are such a pervert that it made me feel better about myself. And I thought, I want to give that gift to people, too. I'm always the reference point. Like, if I ever get as bad as him, I'll get help. Right, exactly. If he can still survive, I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, and so, like, that's kind of been my thing, like, helping people with confidence and stuff. And then when the shooting happened during uh, the screening of train wreck I, I it just like really fucked me up and broke my heart and I, I got involved with that so those are like those are my my things and then when other people are like oh will you come to this global warming and I you know I'm, I know that's a problem but sure. I'm not like I don't want to be on lots of committees and shit you can only like, do a couple of things at yeah, a time and they I'll think donate. That, do you get this too well you are what you care about this but then you don't care about people and it's like you can care about more <laughs> than one thing you don't yeah. have to just pick one thing to fucking care about right and you talked about the victims' families talking to you. It's like that's that's heavy. Yeah, that I probably could use a, a, a better expression. Than that's heavy. That's heavy. I mean, well, no, it is. That's exactly what it is. It's heavy. It's you know, it's it's like I went to the White House with my brother and sister when when Obama signed that executive order, and it was all these people wearing all these these buttons of the their child or their parent that had been shot in one of these awful senseless things, and. Um, and they come over and they, they thank you, you know, they're just like, 
because people don't listen to politicians. They listen to famous people, unfortunately. So, you know, I get people wanting me to, like, just shut the fuck up and stay in my lane. But when you meet these people, you can't. You're like, I'll totally try and help. I'll keep trying to help. How was Obama when you met him? So cool. The best. Just, like, Iceman cometh. Like, the coolest. Like, he was just, like... They they were like you can choose how you're introduced like so it can say what you who you are, so I said my name but I said that I wanted to be introduced as a model, so they were like, <laughs> <laughs> Amy Schumer it's like a Marine he's like she is a model and Obama's <laughs> like he like kind of giggled he's like you're very funny Amy Schumer, and uh, and I was like huh and I just didn't want to annoy him you yeah. know I didn't want to take anything from him so I'm trying to just move myself along to get the picture but he's like you know we all really enjoyed train wreck and I'm like you saw a train wreck and he's like yeah it was very funny I was like oh my god I think you're really funny and then I was like okay I was like okay and he kind of seemed like he was down to talk longer right. just because he's like very nice but I was like in the picture I'm just like that's why that that picture may be ill it was one of the best like I should have brought it and put it right here what was it such a great photo it's her and Obama but it's the perfect photo of the president perfectly centered you both look happy it's genuine like two buddies it was really a great photo it was a great day when you when you meet the president what is like what's happening right before you walk into the room. Is there like a buzz or an energy yeah. or what do you feel? Yeah. So I wrote about that in the in the book too. So I didn't it's like, get to that. I yeah, that's toward to... the end. Okay. But um, so there was a line of about 20 people there to meet him that day and take a picture. Uh, I wasn't allowed to bring my sister or my brother or anybody. So it was me and a couple guys from the Washington Wizards. Um, that's a team. And, uh, <laughs> and then behind... And then... Um, Wale, the rapper. So anyway, we all became... So we're waiting in this room with like a bunch of uh, ex-presidents paintings. And and you're just like... Everyone's kind of like milling around, kind of fired up. Then we get in a line. And then they come around and they give you a card with your name on it and to, to hand to someone to announce you. And um, so these like basketball players, you know, we all became like little kids. We're all like like fixing each other and I'm like getting like brushing stuff off their ties and and they're just like oh one of your socks and so and um and then Joe Biden comes in the room just he totally didn't have to do this just went down the line just walked in the room just went down the line and just met all of us and he gets to me and I said my name was Giselle Bunchen and uh, he's like oh Giselle he's like you got to tell your uncle to leave me the hell alone <laughs> like he just you know because I'm related um to the senator <laughs> Schumer and so he was just like he will not leave me alone I was like look I feel the same way you know we were just kind of like yeah. trashing Chuck and uh, just so like warm and, and sweet and uh, and then like you get closer and closer and like the, he walks in and um, and so yeah people just one at a time go up and met him and, and we were just like oh, it was just fun that we were all like there are these athletes and this rapper, but we're all just geeking out so hard and so excited. To and you're all in a weird experience together. Like, yeah. you're you're not special. Yeah, well, you're not like a great comedian. He's not a great rap. You're just yeah. people meeting the most powerful guy on earth. That's it. That's it. That, and I was like, wow, who else would I get on a plane to go meet? Like, he was the only person I could think of that I would, who's alive, get on a plane to meet. And um, yeah, he was so cool. And then I we went and we sat down and I was sitting right in the front. And... Uh, and you know, so he gave this whole speech, and it was so moving and and heavy and upsetting. And he started crying, um, talking about all the first graders who had been yeah. shot. Um, 
with these weapons that shouldn't be allowed to be, you know, made into these automatic weapons. And, uh, and he's like first graders and he just kind of, and he just started crying and he wiped the tears off of his right side, but not his left. And I just like noticed that and it was so heavy. And then, uh, yeah, when they were doing during the, the democratic national convention, they showed a, his, his package before he came out and they showed that exact moment where he didn't wipe his, the tears from his left. And I was like, Oh my God, that's insane. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was such an amazing experience. Yeah, and it's funny. Like, I really like Obama, um, and, and I like that moment a lot. I thought it was very human. Mm-hmm. And it's people were like, oh, he's faking. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, he, he, you can't think that a guy would be upset over something horrible like that because he's a, a Democrat and you're a, like, what the fuck? No. Like, people are so blinded by ideology. It's so, it seems like such an awful way to live. Like, yeah, it I is, just, right? I'm not mad at trolls, like, for real. I don't. I don't feel angry at these people. I do feel angry when um when they organize themselves and and try to really hurt you, but I just but I still I feel for each one of them because I know they're in so much pain. You know, I don't I seriously, I'm like I just want to like go back in time and fix whatever made them that way. And when you talk to most of them, unless they're and I'm sure you've had your share of them with unless they're mentally ill or there's something that they can't be reasoned with, most of them one-on-one or like, you know, I was just talking shit. Yeah. Like, they're not awful when right. you talk to no, them. They're, they're not really people. hateful. No. They're, they're, just... they're in pain. And it somehow makes them feel more powerful or whatever. Or you trigger something in them that makes them upset. And it's it just doesn't feel personal to me. Right. Well, we didn't have that chance when we were growing up to to weigh in anonymously. So I mm-hmm. probably would have done the same thing. If when probably. I was 23, I would, oh my God, I would have loved to have done Written that. Written to some celebrity, just, oh, he answered, yeah. you know, like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Nice, nice movie, dick. Right. You know, just, Man, just so satisfying. Yeah. I used to answer back. I wasn't used to the whole Twitter thing. I'm not used to people talking shit to you and not... And <laughs> yeah. not being right here where I could find. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it him? No, that's my. That's my. That's my radio agent. Oh God, <laughs> you Dude, you're, you're like you're like one of those guys in the movie it's theater. All industry calling you. <laughs> no, oh, friend. <laughs> that was so funny. Is that him? You wouldn't even have to say that. If, first of all, I don't have his number. So if this had private or blocked, I would have literally run out there. I know. And then come back and said it was an escort. I was gonna say yeah. it would have been Amy and Matt <laughs> yeah. hosting the show. If that was that. Oh my God. It's like you're waiting for that girl to call or something. I Is that her? I better put my phone on silent. Sorry. No, it's okay. We're almost finished. So, I mean, I've already interrupted yeah, I feel the interview. Doesn't, she, just, doesn't she have to do stand-up up in like 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. No, a few minutes. What time is it? Right. Where I'm, are you I'm going not kicking her out. I'm happy I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing a set tonight. Um, I'm going to uh, going home to relax. I'm going to see Black Sabbath tomorrow. Where? But, at PNC. And I, I have to meet my friends I'm going with. Um, who, who are you going with? Sharon and Ozzy. So I, I have to meet them tomorrow. Oh. So I have to go I'm home and rest. Sorry. I have That's to be really interesting. Meryl you Streep, need to rest. Meryl Streep said that. Uh, they, as, I guess they said, "Who do you want to play in a movie?" And she said, "Amy Schumer, of course." That's got to be pretty awesome. That Come is awesome. On. That's big. Isn't that That's crazy? fucking. Meryl, yeah. Sh- no, it's Meryl Streep. Meryl fucking. That's Streep. fucking huge. <laughs> when you meet them, when you meet people that you like so much, do you see? She like, was awesome. She I met and, and I loved her. Where'd you meet her? I met her at the, these things called the Baftas. Oh, in, in Britain, LA. sure, sure. But okay. it was in L.A. Oh. So it was like BAFTA L.A. Okay. So I don't know. But um, I got something like, I don't know, new up-and-coming award or something. And um, she was there, and, and we, we got to hang and talk, and it was just like, yes, I loved her. Knowing she knows who you are and probably likes your stuff. and That's crazy. Yeah, but I know her daughter likes my stuff. So. Oh, okay. 
But yeah, but who's been a big disappointment? That seems fun to talk about. I can't think of it. For me, else. the disappointment. Uh, no caller ID. Oh, shit. Are you serious? Hello? Good, leave me an Amy. I'll bullshit with Amy. Hello? They hung up. Oh, God. I hate No, it was Kenny. I told him to call you. I told him. That's fucking great. I was wondering who she's named. That's fucking great. I just texted him. I call Jimmy with no color. You got all excited. you see how fast I answered? Dude, you were almost blushing. You got all excited. I literally pushed back. I would have run right over you to run outside and chat. Jim, how are you, man? Why didn't you run out? Because you were like, there's Kenny. Fucking got you. Oh, you fucking got me good. I, I literally did. I pushed back in my chair. Oh, God. You got ready for like a blowjob. And by the way, I should have known. <laughs> you should have known. You knew a little. You had a little no, bit. No, I of... didn't. But I'm now looking back at a, at a fucking misconcern. Now leave your phone on in case he calls. Like, there's nothing you'd enjoy more than him calling and me missing. What we talked about before? Uh, you were uh, just fucking babbling. Uh, no, but no, no, I don't know. Something. I, I have ADD. I don't fucking ask me. But I was going to ask you about the fucking the movies, both of you, coming mm-hmm. from stand up comedy. Yeah. By the way, I tried stand-up comedy, Amy. You're not going to give a fuck, but I want you to watch. Listen, it it's four minutes. Really funny. Listen, I, I do a show. How long have you been doing it? Oh, fucking, I'm not a, I, I'm, I'm not, not I did it once. It was like somebody trying a fight and like yeah. getting, doing really well and just never doing it again. Right. I did four minutes at the fucking Laugh Factory, mm-hmm. but uh, it was part of a show I'm doing with, you know Dana White from the UFC? Yeah. I do a show called Dana White looking for a fight and we do some wacky shit when we go around looking uh, at other small MMA events, looking for upcoming fighters. That's the oh, premise cool. of the show. And when we're in town, we do some wacky shit. I rode a bull. I did fucking <laughs> dog sledding in Alaska. So we were in LA yeah. and we went to the Laugh Factory. Jimmy saw this. So I had to do you four minutes. I did, the, I did no, do I four saw minutes. The tape and it was surprisingly good. Fucking. Really Jimmy, well, tell honestly, me the really? truth. I'm looking at you comic to comic. It was actually funny. He's yeah, fucking winking. He's winking with the right no, hand. No, no, and no, no, he's making faces too. And I just met her. No, it's great. Okay. I can't believe it. I don't even <laughs> Amy's it's like because stand up is so it's so hard and it takes so long to be good at it it's like I can't when people are like will you watch my first thing I'm like that's no. like somebody being like me, do you want to watch the first time I had sex it's like you're bad yes. yeah. oh, I'm sorry like, you're, <laughs> you know, yes please okay no, it'll boy. just be a tape of me sleeping what <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what was it say it again <laughs> I missed it oh she said it would just be a tape of her sleeping <laughs> it's fucking great is there anything better than just being this is where being a comic <laughs> is a fucking do you, do you hear that? No, that this would be a comic is a fucking no. lifesaver. Like no matter how shitty it yeah. is, you're gonna fire out something that yep. is just funny about, it. and that's what that's what fucking comedy but is. Kurt hey, is in so much pain right now. You know, he's going through all this stuff, and it's having real consequences for him. And um, he and I text him, and I was like, I just also want to remind you that your father is dead. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. That's- <laughs> That's fucking like, great. Thank you. Yeah. No, but let me tell you, I give you guys so much credit, and I told you already. <laughs> yes, you did. That's fucking awesome, by the way. I love it. Uh, I, I fought in a cage for fucking ages uh, for a long time. I retired, what, how many years ago? But uh, I the biggest thrill, and it's, see, for you guys, it's nothing. She's going on in fucking 10 minutes downstairs. It's no big deal. For me, this was the, maybe not 10 minutes. I'm, she's looking at the clock. I know. I'm like, but, uh, I no, I don't know when you're going on, but oh, no, my thing is- it was such a fucking thrill. And I wrote a fucking bold recently. Right. It's it a was, different kind of rush. It was when I got off, you know, Brian Kalen probably from mm-hmm. fucking the circuit. Yeah. I know him from ages from the jujitsu. He did some martial arts. I hugged him. I fucking put him in a bear hug and I, I felt like I won a fight afterwards. It's such a rush. It probably felt it like, is a rush. It was a rush. There's it was no, a fucking It's just you rush. and a microphone and like, Oh no! Go, it was scary. Yeah. It, it, it was, and a, a, there was a split second when I was, and again, I did four minutes. I'm not talking like she was at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but 
no, but I'm, you've done it. Like yeah, exactly. you've experienced it's it like physically. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. So I mean, but I'll tell you, I was fucking Dana was worse than me. He was shitting himself. Yeah, it was fucking, funny uh, to see him scared. I've he was scared as a motherfucker. Yeah. And he had that motherfucking thing, yeah. he had that shit written for him. I didn't have nothing written for me. Dana knows. Dana says Dana cheated. He had Tony <laughs> Hitcliffe fucking write his shit. But uh oh, I was funny, fucking He is, right? Yeah. He's good. It wasn't Tony. Tony's oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Really I seen him live with uh, with Rogan. Yeah, he's fucking good. It's a weird. It's a weird thing to walk on, and like you oh, said, it's God. just you and him. Not to be dramatic, but no, that's but what it is, yeah. dude. And if they hate you, it's personal. It's right. hard. It's no hard way to take it personal. There's no yeah. way to say, well, they hate the band you, or they you, hate the bassist. Right. They yeah. hate me. Hate no, you. and my thoughts. <laughs> right. They hate my pain. No. <laughs> no. It's just them going, no. Yeah. I was fucking, and I had a UFC crown, so I kind of had an in. Like they, they were there, like. I know they wanted to like me, but like you said, if I would have sucked a dick, I, they would have let me know. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, Believe me, every girl I've dated has let me know. Yes, they have. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you call it dating. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, shit, man. All right, well, I guess we've been talking for an hour. Hmm. Um, wow. Your, your book, uh, you know, I have to plug the book. It's, plug that oh, fucking well, book. Please. No, 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 but it's it's really, it's great. It's easy to tell you because you're my friend that the book is great. Oh, uh, the girl with the lower back tattoo. I texted you uh, three pages into it. It gave me a belly laugh. Like, it's really, <laughs> it's you. Thank it's you. It's brutally honest. It's really... Really, really funny. It's not preachy. Anyway, it, it's a funny book about your life, and uh, I learned a lot of really interesting stuff about you. Thank and, you. Um, I can't wait to delve into that. Yeah, Does man. Does it look like I have like I'm missing my arm? You know, I can understand why you'd say I that. I just thought that for the first no. time. I feel like it looks like I'm an amputee. Looks like no, you, it, it, I, no? You, you can see the bottom of the elbow. There. It okay. looks like you're covering your It looks like you're covering your, your boobies. Okay. Yeah, look at your honest with you. Hi-oh! And then you see my arms. You know I have arms right away. There yeah, it is. But I really wish I had said yes. That's the first thing I thought when I saw that damn book. Damn it. If I had an ounce of comic timing, God damn, that fucking Kenny got me good with that phone call. Yeah, he really threw you no off. No caller ID. Uh, I thought maybe it's Ozzy. Dude, That's you looked exactly at you, what the, I said. The look on your face, you looked really happy. That felt really right. All right, well, buy the book. It's genuinely funny. I really appreciate you coming. I know you're very busy, and uh, you know it was fun talking to you. So nice to meet you, Amy. You too. Awesome. This is great. It's a love fest. We're back uh, Thursday, so uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Dana White, of course, and thank you, Amy. Thank Thank you. you. Goodbye. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.